The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Broadway Media, Exactware, The Salt Lake Tribune, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome to it. Thank you for downloading or listening to on your device our program. We want to thank all of the sponsors who help pay for this party. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection at 2043 East 3300 South opens seven days a week for you heathens. Holds are free, and for your hold, you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20. Also open seven days a week and open way late. The Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive, classic arcade video and pinball at classic prices. And Cabin Fever, downtown Salt Lake City on 700 East 600 South in the heart of Trolley Square Mall. All the gifts for yourself or the freak meek geek in your life. And remember to let all of our sponsors know who you are. Be sure to tell them, Geek Show says hey. Earth is under attack by an insect-like race. He'll be played by William Shatner, so everyone will love him. Tony, we still run the disclaimer at the beginning. <laughs> now, now this is kind of cool. Oh, dude, have you seen me at a buffet? It's like a hot dog with a pimple. Oops, Pamela Anderson going to be in it? No. It's all about girth. It's not about length. You know that. Microscopic, I think, was the word. Instead of guns, they had no, cell that phones. Was about- all I see is crazy Tom Cruise jumping yeah. on the couch. First. I also need to know what, what's going to happen with Daniel. Geekshowpodcast.com Oh, boy. Ooh. All of that uh, all of that applause purely natural, not forced, not uh, coached or in any way. No, not at all. So Jay's there's just a there's there's a current of electricity electricity that occasionally is going through all the chairs because there's a short I, I want the south ballroom behind us to be like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Uh, thank I, you. <laughs> Jesus. I, I see we found the one room that's almost as cold as Carrie's basement. Yeah. yeah. I, I requested. I put in a special request. It is cold as shit in here. Well, look what you're wearing. Well, yeah, because you're naked, stupid. I'm saying it's, 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 it's cold enough in this room that some of the Disney princesses became NC-17. <laughs> oh. Fuck Where? Yeah. <laughs> I do want to build a snowman. <laughs> I'm building a snowman in my pants. <laughs> what? Olaf's nose isn't a carrot, Mommy. <laughs> Thank you for coming. It's, it's FanX 2015. <laughs> and we're recording this the last night of FanX. Have you all successfully uh, conned away? Okay, you all seem a little tired, actually. Come on. I'm, I'm drowsy as shit. I'm, well, that's I'm the NyQuil. Drunk. That's the NyQuil you're taking. Because, uh, well, I was trying to walk home last night, and there was monsters following me. There were. Remember? They were yelling at me. Carrie them. and uh, Lee walking behind me going, me, me, me and Heidi going, training, training, training. And I was, like, so drunk, I just kind of looked at Heidi, and I went, just keep walking. There's monsters. 
Apparently, I'm really cool and collected in a monster situation if I'm housed. I'm, I'm telling you, I've known, I've known Shannon a long time, and this goofy bastard is a chicken shit at 2 in the morning. He really is. I mean, just walking the streets of whatever city, all you have to do is walk a block behind him going, Shannon! <laughs> Now, gets, last night, I was like, just keep walking, baby. We're okay. Walking. Last night, I was running. Do you know how awesome it is to, like, run in around town at midnight in a Deadpool costume? <laughs> last night, I was Deadpool. It was fantastic. And he's Miles Morales tonight. It was, a, it was a thrill ride, you know? Being a superhero is hard. It's a lot of cardio. A lot. I scuffed my knee. Shit's, it's not fun. Ladies and gentlemen, Lee George Cade. <laughs> Tell everyone where they can see you and feel you and touch you. <laughs> Is this Tommy now? Sorry. <laughs> uh, come see me at First Compassionate Eatery, and I uh, love to give you food, and life is good, and I love you all. Thank you. I like him. He is Miles Morales tonight. He's our Jay Whitaker. Your, your my dick is in my pancreas right now. This shit is so tight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I zipped you up in that thing today. It took two of us. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it in, goddammit. Follow me on Twitter at TokenJ. Go to jwhitakercomedy.com and eat some full Whitaker nachos. That shit is awesome. <laughs> Did we tell the story of uh, you in the Deadpool costume in the hotel room last night? The Vane story? Yes. Oh, yeah. We um, them? Somebody can tell that one. I'm not going to tell that one. Okay. I got to talk. I got my mouth full of hot. You mean the main vein? Yeah, the vein. I was just thinking, we all know what Jay's uh, dia it looks like now. Like, it, it, if you see it, it's, you, it, you can't really take your eyes away. It's just, That's true. It's like a car wreck. You're like, yeah. oh, shit, you know. Well, a you beautiful actually, car wreck. You can actually check his, rest, <laughs> you can check his resting heart rate. <laughs> that one vein. That, there was that vein. Huh? Bip, bip. I'm just saying, this guy's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so healthy. What was it? I think I told Shannon, I was like, if Jay's dick ever commits a crime, I could tell a police sketch artist what it looks like, and they'd pick him up in four minutes. <laughs> no, they're just like, so what, what part of this river? Oh, my God, that's a vein. Thought it was a map. You guys are... You okay? Yeah, uh, I don't... His <laughs> dick is blushing. <laughs> oh, you guys can't tell if I'm blushing. This is great. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yes. Uh, Jay Whitaker's life, life mate. A legal marriage conducted, I can't remember where. Tijuana. Tijuana. <laughs> Married to Jimmy Martin, everyone. Hey! <laughs> Who brought I, these? I, I walked into KUTV uh, this morning about 6 a.m., and uh, Amy and Lindsay, they're the anchor and meteorologist, they just go, you look tired. <laughs> and I go, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said that to the news moms? Ah, they're okay. They can handle it. Okay. He, d he didn't even know the cameras were rolling. So those were his last words on KUTV. <laughs> leave me the yeah. fuck alone. Yeah, here's Jimmy Martin with film rooms. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> You said that something much more rude the last time I saw you that, that, that night uh, when you were riding by in your fucking pedicab. Oh, Kat wanted to take a pedicab because it was too cold last night, which sounds fun until we got to the fucking hotel and the guy's like, you owe me 15 bucks Whoa. for a four fucking block ride. And I was like, I offered him a piggyback me? ride well, for six. What did you scream at me and Heidi when you fucking went by? Look at you walking motherfuckers right there. <laughs> pedicab! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking not worth it. 
Yeah, the guy thought you were a dick. That's why he charged you 15 bucks. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, it was like a $3 no, ride. He's like, God, He was guy's... laughing because Kat, like, we were hitting like, every goddamn pothole on the way over. So the thing was jostling around. And Kat said that we felt like one of those toddlers in the back of those bike carriers. Yeah. And we were just <laughs> laughing hysterically. <laughs> Good times. Oh. Good times, huh? We found out he's afraid of monsters. He's Shannon I'm not Barnes afraid of monsters no he's more. Shannon Barnes. Shannon. Yeah. Uh, come see me at my pub quiz uh, every Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, uh, Lucky 13. And I might be hosting a new thing starting soon called the Non-Family Feud at another locally, uh, local bar. And I'd also like to make an announcement. <gasps> You're pregnant. I'm not pregnant. Uh, I'd like to make an announcement people that listen to the show. I am officially happy as fuck. Aww. I'm a happy, happy person. Love. Ladies and gentlemen, a man who helped raise half of you, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Yeah! Sorry, Tony. I didn't notice you over in the kids' Oh, yeah, table. sorry. And, and at the kids' table, <laughs> fucking Paul Schaefer. I, I'm over here. <laughs> oh, we set up a microphone for you. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> Quad T. So, uh, he is the designated driver and producer of the Geek Show podcast, Too Tall Tony. Yeah. Give him a hand. Yeah. And I will turn this podcast around if you don't behave. Oh, that, you're this is to Tony. Ugh, fuckers, shut up. <laughs> I hate that you ate pancakes the entire time while we talked about a superhero French orgy. Well, they were good pancakes. It's <laughs> disgusting. They were good pancakes. <laughs> Mr. Curry Jones. Yeah, pancakes. <laughs> yeah, pancakes. You, that, that's the part that was disgusting. Not the, the mural. Was, that's art. That's beautiful. It was very tasteful. The bacon was really good, too. I know art when I see it. <laughs> that was not art. <laughs> One more time again for... Our host, oh. Admiral Kerry Jackson. I'm so- wait, 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 wait! You were you were just a captain during the summer. Did you skip Commodore? And Here's the thing: Admiral? I don't know what happened. Let's oh, wow. now. I've done my research, and I've watched enough Battlestar Galactica <laughs> to understand that an admiral commands two ships. Last time I checked, this man commands two ships: oh. one from six to ten, and then us twenty-four-seven. <laughs> <laughs> I win. He's Your logic is not invalid. And to some of us, he's the night admiral. Yeah. I, I, I wonder why everyone was calling me that. Thank you. Yeah. So say we all. So say we all. <laughs> wow, that was awesome. Well, I hate to start. I hate to start the show with some uh, horribly sad news. Uh-oh. B. Arthur's dead. I know. Yes, Michael Bay's still alive. Oh. <laughs> well, Another Kevin Spacey cat movie. Uh, that there's those meow but the uh, the Avatar 2 script is being delayed oh, oh darn you guys. the Avatar 2 movie is being delayed because of the script they're working they're working on the script and did so, they use a script in the first we need movie? more blue people <laughs> do those um, things even need a well, they, fucking they, script they stole from so many movies in the first fucking script they have to find <laughs> some more movies to steal from well, it's amazing because James Cameron realized the only movie he hadn't plagiarized of his was True Lies and that doesn't work in space no. <laughs> James Cameron said watching Fern Gully 2 the direct uh, <laughs> the direct DVD but, yeah sadly Avatar 2 delayed from December 2016 to December 2017 I'm real sorry <laughs> Here's, so start the show on a bummer. It's uh, it's going to take him a, weird thing, it's going to take him a year to punch that script up, right? 
Ouch. Avatar is the number one movie box office wise. I mean, it's not even close. It's like what almost like two billion. It, yeah. it's disgusting. It's number one. And be honest, I'm just curious of a show of hands. Who wants to see a sequel? Twelve yeah. of you. Get out. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm now, gonna... James, they're allowed to have their own uh, passions. So, so is other shit since beyond yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes kicks the fuck out of Avatar. So's, I'm visually stunning. So's, uh, you know, Sucker Punch is visually stunning, but I'm not screaming about how much I love it around Jimmy. Nobody, nobody ever said Sigourney <laughs> Weaver deserved an Oscar nomination for Avatar. I Andy will, Circus, on the other hand, I will predict did. that uh, come this December there will be a movie taking that top spot. What? I, you're saying it's the top movie, top grossing you movie think, of all you, time. Who's, I think coming this December there will be a movie. Oh, you think Star Wars will beat it? Oh, yeah. Star Wars? Oh. I, think, I think episode I seven would, is going to basically bend Avatar over and give it a, a, a boy howdy. I thought to a top It'll be visually stunning when yeah. it does it. It will be visually stunning. Wait, hold up. There's a new fucking Star Wars movie coming out? Yeah, that's how what? this... What? What the fuck? What? What are you doing on a panel at a Comic-Con? So? I don't do any research. Uh, I only watch Michael Bay movies. Lee, I thought you were talking about <laughs> Bad Jingle Boys All the too. Way 2. What did yeah. you say over there? The I thought you were talking about Jingle All the Way 2. <laughs> it be the best movie ever. Highest grossing. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Every time he talks, I just want to turn around to the band like, like <laughs> What's Chelsea Handler's little uh, dude? Chewy. Chewy. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Chewy. You're welcome. Can we, can we always put him 50 feet away? I, I don't like it. It's that new like restraining a, order. You know. yeah, like, like if we did it back at, that, at your house, he'd be like in the kitchen. I'd be out in the back. You, look like, right. a, you look like a lazy turntablist over there. <laughs> Oh, hang on. Let me get my headphones on. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Turned yeah. down for what? <laughs> I turned down for what? <laughs> so you guys can get turned up. Don't know. That, that didn't oh, sound right. Oh, he's getting trill. Listen, he's getting he's all getting trill. trill. He's getting trill. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Cameron says there's a layer of complexity in... All right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a fuck? No, that story. No he's actually that. realized there's another trench in the Pacific Ocean he needs See, to go explore. Giving James Cameron shit is kind of hard because the dude has made some really cool fucking movies. I mean, Terminator is badass. The Abyss is really I love fucking the cool. Uh, True Lies is fucking awesome. Both yeah. Books. I was in two of them. <laughs> I love True like Lies. Avatar. <laughs> it's weird. He's like, right. he's like the, the uncle you want to love, <laughs> but Michael Bay is the one that touched you. <laughs> <laughs> but he gives you really good Christmas presents. <laughs> I, my, my biggest issue with like, James Cameron is he's just such a pretentious cocksucker. He is. You know? it's true. Like everything he does. And he, this is a man who builds his own submarine and goes to places in the ocean that no one's ever been to I before. Was just about to say. By himself, because he's that much of a badass. But he's such a pretentious cock the whole time he's doing it. You're like, fuck you, James Cameron. See, you say badass. Fuck you for advancing science. Ugh. I think anybody so what, who, what would make him a better or uh, less pretentious cock? Like, Cocksucker. Well, I mean, the whole time, like, the whole time he's just emanating. What is a pretentious cocksucker? Do they suck their the cock with their pinky up? That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, it's vintage. Yeah. Look at that gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You say the submarine's badass. I think anybody who owns a one-man deep-sea diving bell is a fucking pretentious cocksucker. <laughs> True. At least get you know two seats w- to take a friend. <laughs> I want a pretentious cocksucker. I want somebody that takes pride in their work. <laughs> Nobody just, does it better, sir. Allow I, me. I really, <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
How come your pretentious cocksucker's a guy? That's, that's what it sounds like. Because we have we, you ever heard Geek Show before, <laughs> Tony? We, <laughs> we don't discriminate. Oh. And by yeah. the way, Our you guys, cocksucker Tony just said bit. cocksucker. I, His wife's not clapping. It's never going to happen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll talk about this when we get home, oh. you cocksucker. Yeah, dirty <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> if you can say it, I can say it. Yeah, that was, see, that sucker. Was, that was my dad's favorite swear, by the way. Cocksucker? Well, it was the one that he hid the most. Yeah. You know, he, 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 would, he would occasionally let slip with a bullshit and, and things like that. And a goddamn, that, was, that one was really especially good because we were in a house that was, you know, believing then. Uh, but cocksucker was the one that he would let loose when he was really pissed. Nice. You knew to run? <laughs> when the jets blew the spread or whatever? No, he'd be like working on the Pinto, the car, not the horse. <laughs> he'd be working on the... He'd be so, working he's on doing the Pinto. He's, he's doing this while he's working so on the looking horse. at this fist motion I'm making. That's a wrench. That's not a... Fisting. Right. You, my father was always... Bullshit. 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 And yeah. he got it from his father, and I've heard the tape, and it's funny as shit. My dad's a big techie. He loves new gadgets and stuff. And when he, uh, he got one of the first answering machines that ever you know, was created that you know, bought, had a comb little cassette tape on him. And his, my grandfather, who I've never met, called my dad to you know, talk about whatever. And the answering machine picked up. And it's like, hey, this is David and Carol. We can't come to the phone right now. I'm like, leave a message. Beep. And my grandfather goes, yeah. Bullshit, and just hung up. <laughs> uh, my dad's favorite swear word was all of them. Yeah. I'll never forget. He told my, he once told my son when he was uh, I think five years old to uh, eat his salad uh, when we were at, at dinner uh, because that'll make your shit stick together. <laughs> Well, that's just good advice. That should, you know what? That should be Frisch's new uh, advertising. What? <laughs> uh, Come to Frisch. Uh, it really no. makes your shit stick together. I just, I, just got, I just got back from my consulting firm, and we're going to pass. Oh, <laughs> you know, damn it. You damn can't it. use it because Chili's already took it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chili's is like, hey, wait. Frisch is coming up with a new thing. we got to take it. My, my dad, when, when he would start to swear, it's like whatever light there was, even if it was just natural daylight, would dim. And the temperature dropped by 30 degrees. And you just look for something to hide under because there was going to be this. My dad was a Vietnam vet. Is your dad Corps. Gandalf? No, he was just. <laughs> he, was, he was a physically intimidating man. And I remember watching the, you know, the LDS neighborhood we lived in in Magna run for the doors when my dad would start swearing because they, they thought the end times were coming. You know, it was just. <laughs> that, that's, that's not even. That's like it was, it was That's like, like crazy. It was like Charlton Heston Bible movie epic swearing would be coming down from the heavens. Mine was the exact opposite. My dad, had, he, he, what he would do, his, his favorite word was shit. That's like, and shit's just a fun word to say, shit. But it was the way he said it, he'd go, shit. <laughs> That shit would draw out for like ten seconds. Then, like the more the more he meant it, the more like the longer he has shit. Just to let you guys know, Jay's dad is Lando. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Lando to say shit. I know. Times I wanted him to. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, I got. The, I don't know. I guess the, this audience. Like I said, this audience. They did. They. You're tired after three days of attending the con and all that walking. Should we do some aerobics? We get everybody up on the street. Just. Boo. No aerobics. Shit. 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 Oh, you guys are so good. The correct spelling of shit is S H E 
Y I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I T. I thought he was having a seizure for a second. Let's see. We got some. This broke a few weeks ago. Sci-Fi Channel. They got a new show coming. It's pronounced Sifi. Is it? Yeah. Sci-Fi. Like once again, I'm just more proof I do not belong here. Uh, a fascinating and super topical idea for a TV show. See, right away when they tell you that. That it's topical? Yeah. It means one season, then we're done. Yep. No. Well, I, th- I thought topical I, meant you pre- spread it on your skin. Yeah. No, that was... That was <laughs> topical, that You're sounds so like... You're so literal. Yeah. Previously on ointment. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds fascinating to me. God. Jay needs to be on that show. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, I'm just curious. Has your, has your bishop called you in concerned about this show yet? Oh, I he think? doesn't know. Oh, good. <laughs> what, what's his name? No, it's when we I'm found out telling. that Tony's not really his name. Huh? <laughs> no, what, if, what, if your name what, what is a good alias for you, man? Like, Tony, because apparently no one's figured it out yet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See, it's working out so far. Well, he was telling me that there are guys that he works with that listen to the show who don't know that he's that Tony. How do you... Th- that, that, yeah. that, your voice is so, like, distinguishable. Like, it's, that's so weird that they don't know it's you. I talk in a really high voice at work. Hello! <laughs> hey, guys! How was your weekend? Get to work, you cocksuckers! <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that's about right, yeah. That geek show, sir, sounds raunchy. I'm glad I'm not associated with it in uh. any way. <laughs> Are you fucking Mickey Mouse? Is that what you do for a living? I talk. Yeah, like, it's like a Mr. Oh, Hanky. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Mr. Hanky. Howdy ho! You guys get back to work over there. He's a magical poo at his day job. <laughs> uh, brother get back Eccles, to work, if, you cocksuckers. Brother Eccles, if you'd come into my uh, office, please, I'd like to talk to you about. Uh, you're on a podcast. I gotta uh, go. And I, <laughs> I understand they use the word. Um, Sea suckers? Sock cucker? <laughs> I, heard... I don't know what you're talking about, Bishop. <laughs> I heard what? that one time somebody mouth fucked uh, some nachos. What's a podcast? At a vegan restaurant. <laughs> somebody got a Clinique facial on camera. I, I would just say, like, there's going to be a day where they figure it out. A reckoning? And they're going to, they're gonna, you know, um, they're going to pull you in. And he's like, we just, we just want to ask you something. You're like, yeah, yeah, what's going on? And all of a sudden, they're just going to hit play. <laughs> and it's like... You want to talk no, about this? No, and then all of a sudden, you're just going to hear the following podcast or, recorded before. Like, <laughs> are you oh, kidding me? Shit. You know who's going to really eventually get fucked by this podcast? The 7- me! The 7-Eleven yeah, worker. <laughs> like, the wrong fucking person's going to Google me and be like, I don't want this motherfucker anywhere near a kid. <laughs> yeah. Talking about the brown eye of Sauron. <laughs> Ew. Seriously, that is the only way to hide the one ring from Sauron. <laughs> Shove it up a hobbit. I just had a discussion with uh, my, my former boss when I won Worst Utah as a teacher. <laughs> no, and I just had to walk up and I'd be like... For the, like hang on. For, the, for those of you who don't know, uh, City Weekly, they do once a year. The best of Utah... And you can write in candidates. And one of the categories they have is Worst Utah. And we encouraged you 
to ride in Mr. B, Shannon, as Worst Uton. And he not, won. And not thinking I would win. I was like, I thought it'd be a fun gag to be like, I'm the second Worst Uton. But it's not only that you won, you... I killed it. They fucking crushed it. Yeah. Like, I just, City Weekly was pissed. I just <laughs> assumed Gary Herbert would always have that spot. Well, actually, well, they, no. They wanted, like, no, Orrin Hatch no, to no, fucking so, love. And no, like, so it was the, the second runner-up was uh, Orrin Hatch. Yeah. So I, I'm like... I'm the only person that's won an election against Orrin Hatch in like 100 years. You know, I'm like, like that. that's awesome. You know? There you go. Uh, but I had to walk up to my boss in the hall and I was like, hey, boss, what's, what's going on? And she's like, oh, no. I was like, so I got to talk to you about something. Um, you know how I do that, uh, that podcast? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, um, you know how they have those City Weekly Best Of Awards? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you guys uh, win the best podcast? It's like, oh, yeah, probably, but that's not what I want to talk about. <laughs> uh, well, there's this worst Utah category. And she's like, yeah. And I was kind of drunk on a podcast, and I suggested that they vote for me. And she goes, uh-huh. I was like, I kind of won. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just, she just looked at me, and she goes, God damn it, Barnson, I never know what's going to be with you next. <laughs> and walks off, she was awesome. Now, we, we have a representative of uh, the magazine uh, knows a few things about this here. Uh, do, you, do you care to comment? <laughs> Triple the votes of Orrin Hatch. <laughs> wow. Fuck wow. Orrin Hatch! That's I, you are I that should run shitty. against him. I should run against him for senator. No, I was just going to say, I, I, say, I really want to ruin your fucking life. You should run for senate against Orrin Hatch. <laughs> Can you I imagine I show up in my cowboy shirt, my worst hat? Yeah. I, I kicked a... your ass before, Orin. Bring <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Let's do it. I have a really good suggestion. I don't know if I'm announcing it He's just going to walk up to the but... podium. You ready to debate, cocksucker? <laughs> Hashtag Senator Shannon. Uh, you know, I, I used to be his friend on Facebook, and I would go on. Every time he put a picture up, I would go and tag him as Orange Zombie because he... He looks like he's, he uses so much tanner and he looks like a zombie. I just tag him orange zombie and they finally blocked me. <laughs> I've got a good idea for this year's. Okay. In a, oh, for the uh, City Weekly? For City Weekly. And I, I could announce it now if you want. Yeah, it's coming well, up. Well, we had the worst. I think we should go for the best. And I say we all vote for Jeff Michael Vice. Bingo. Here, here. I think that'd be funny as shit. And I want. I think it'd be funny. I think he'd win too. Well, let's. Uh, yeah, and we're in. Yeah, well, that's Voting where we are. Yeah, well, then if you are listening to this right now, go to City Weekly's website and vote Jeff Michael Vice for Best of Utah. Bingo. And uh, Best Utah. And let's, and let's Utah. win that motherfucker. Yeah. Of course, you, you can't because you're here. This if you're. We're time traveling. We're right time now. traveling. If you're listening, because this is the 16th. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, and happy belated it's Valentine's Day. Day. I hope you guys got laid on Valentine's Day. Oh. Me and my girlfriend, Pamela Henderson. Woo! She's so touching. I don't know. She's not as pretty now. Oh, yeah, sci fi. Oh, yeah, anyway. Oh, sci fi, yeah, what is it? All right. Uh, here's the idea for the TV show. <laughs> that was like 10 minutes ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Geek Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out of time. No. Um, when the U.S. prison population gets too huge, what does the United States do? Become a prison. No. We buy Greenland. Yeah! Wait, that's the shitty one. That's the one that's made of ice. But yeah, that's the one that's made of ice and not... See, it's tricky that way. 
Those. They Green, have the highest Green, suicide rate? Greenland has People the live suicide. there? More, more than Alaska? Like five people. That's why they're... Their suicide rates so high, like two people killed themselves. So it's, it's like a, it's a percentage. They have a like nearly half the population rates. killed themselves. So the United States buys Greenland and turns it into a huge co-ed prison. Oh, co-ed, where people can win their freedom. It's called Animal House. <laughs> That's a better name than Fifty First State. It oh sounds, it God! Sounds like it, it sounds like it's called Australia. It's Australia. I was going to say, it's Australia, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if uh, Snake, Snake Plissken could be in there. He's not real. I mean, it's got some good people behind it. It's got the, the guy who wrote, uh, co-wrote Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, you got so there'll be AIDS. Story. Got it. Yeah, so there'll be AIDS in the story somehow. Uh, That's really sad. Greenland. Okay. Well, they, they do have a lot of geothermal activity there, so they can, they can at least heat the showers. <laughs> Lisa's. It's important. Listen to him. Well, I know my Iceland. <laughs> no, it's Greenland. Except it's Greenland. It's Greenland. Well, it was supposed to be Iceland. <laughs> See, it's confusing. They bought the wrong island. Here's the thing. I think the U.S. meant to buy Iceland. Right, but then those shifty, Nor- those, those shifty Norsemen, they, they pulled another swift one on and them. Exactly, because it confuses us that way. Right. That's, that's the premise of the show. The entire show is the U.S. trying to get a, an exchange, and we don't have a receipt. <laughs> Damn it. Well, and the bad part is they, they tried to buy the island with a bunch of blankets, and we know how well that went over. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to return That this one went over pretty good. We got it. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, no one's going to fall for that again. I love those people that just, like, refuse to be like, no, no, that's, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I don't care. I think there's, like, there was a comedian that did it, um, that talked about, like, I guess there's, like, a seahorse or something like that. That's, like, the female, female seahorse. Like, well, the female seahorse has a penis. And like, it does. No. What the fuck are you talking about? And they're like, no, that's how it is. And they, they stick to their guns. I swear to God, I'm not lying. How do we talk about female seahorse kids? Yeah, how do we, how do we go there? there? Wow. Because I'm saying that like people who refuse to say they're wrong. It, trying to talk not... about Greenland. And... Jimmy, that was your best blueberry ever. Yeah, you told us totally. Okay. Female, Lee's going to sue you. Why do I get the feeling that the people on the panel aren't sharing their drinks with me? Because ha- they're in my tummy. I'm completely dry. I'm having had a drink all day. Yeah, I'm, I'm dry as shit today. You what? I'm dry as shit today. Isn't anything? I haven't had anything. I'm, but I've moisturized. I mean, like, what? but. We need something. We begged you people to bring us something, and oh. yeah. Drink it all. Good Jeez. It's all good. I'm good. All right. Just okay. I've decided to hold on to my uh, hotel room key. And I'm just going to come drink there for free an hour a day every week. Oh, yeah, yeah that's every right. We, we missed the drinking hour. I know. I was talking about stupid Marvel movies. Okay. Speaking of uh, superhero movies, Paul Thomas Anderson. You know, a huge director. Right, right here, Beastie Boys. Is that intergalactic? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that is intergalactic. Oh, Fuck that. Here we go. Take that, Beastie Boys. Rest in peace, MCA. Yeah. <laughs> they all have Magneto hair now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson, regarded as one of the top directors in the past 20 years, right? Heart Eight, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, Punch Drunk Love, There Will Be Blood, The Master, Inherent Vice. Yeah. Which you saw. Inherent Vice is fucked up. Is it? Oh, yeah. I, I, I actually watched it on the, the plane ride back from London. Now it's going like... 
what the fuck is going on? You know, it, it's bizarre. And then Kat actually asked me, she's like, can I watch that while I paint? I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, when you watch it, you get fucking confused. But Walking Phoenix is really good, and uh, Josh Brolin's really fucking good in it, too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you know, his, his cred is, is certainly there. Um, he makes these, uh, these films, and, and he doesn't like people in his business making fun of superhero movies. Because hmm. he's, he's the art house guy. Uh, here's what he had to say in uh, Rolling Stone. Uh, whether current American filmmaking was nothing but superhero movies. You can just hear the Rolling uh, Stone interviewer, you know. <laughs> it's nothing but superhero movies. Yeah, what a pretentious cock. There should be more. That's why I guess that's what a pretentious cocksucker sounds like in my head. <laughs> it's like Charles Fleischer. Yeah, it has a monocle <laughs> with jizz on it. <laughs> So here's what he had to say to the Rolling Stone reporter when he said that. Ah, that's such a fucking crock of shit. (laughs) I can't remember a year in recent memory where there were less complaints about the quality of movies. And what's wrong with superhero movies, you know? I don't know. You're talking to someone who enjoys watching these films. People need to get a life if they're having that discussion. Those movies get a bad rap. Fuck yeah, yeah. it's true. Remind your pretentious friends when they start dissing your favorite movies. Fucking Paul Thomas. Well, there's people like that, though. Like, do you remember um, uh, Jeffy's, Jeffy's brother, Scott? Yes. He could not, like, this is what they, like, when, when uh, this is why Jeffy and I fell deeply in love, is we could sit and watch a just shitty movie, right? And just, but still love it. Like a crime wave or something like that. And, but uh, Scott was just like, oh, God, no, this is just bad. Turn it off. It's burning my eyes. <laughs> right? And there's people like that. I'm just like, God damn it. You can't sit and watch an Avengers movie and just, like, go for the fucking ride, you know? They remind me of, like, the, that re- interview reminds me of somebody, I think it was South Park that called it that every Sundance movie is about two gay cowboys eating pudding behind a dumpster. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. I think, that's, uh, I think that's what he likes. Our, amazing film. All right, we're going to take a break, and after this, we'll uh, answer your questions. After, after these messages, messages, we'll be right back. back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in the month of February at Dr. Volt's. The new Star Wars continues. This wildly successful number one issue of the Star Wars comic continues this month. You can find out what happens to your favorite group of rebels after the Battle of Yavin. And don't forget everyone's favorite villain, Darth Vader, getting his own ongoing Marvel series starting this month. Based on how popular the number one Star Wars sold out, be sure to get your order in now. From the aftermath of the Marvel Spider-Verse comes a new fan-favorite title. You see, in our universe, Gwen Stacy died when the Green Goblin threw her off the bridge. But in another reality, it was Gwen who received the spider's bite and the powers that go along with it. And now she's traveled into our universe and has her own title. She is Spider-Gwen. Bringing you a tie-in to the fan-favorite sci-fi TV show, it's the Orphan Black comic book series. Read along with these all-new stories as new conspiracies emerge and you dive deeper than ever into the weird. They're open seven days a week. We see you there most Wednesdays, 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 
In February, love is in the air. Did you know that Cabin Fever buys their card selection from small independent sellers? They've been doing it for over 30 years. You'll definitely find meek, geek, and freak cards for the absolute love or lust on your life on the wall at Cabin Fever. Nostalgics love Cabin Fever. They have boxes of 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s retro candy in the shape of a regular old chocolate box. They've got a limited selection of handheld computer games, including Solitaire, Yahtzee, Tetris, and Space Invaders, a wide selection of exploitation and cult reference books, reaction figures i love those for all the dirty birds out there how about cinema sewer publication sex press the sexual revolution in the underground press a 70s glamour book art of burlesque coffee table and for the music lover on your list the entire tarantino experience cd volume one two and three featuring two discs per volume of amazing retro music from his body of work They've been enjoying their customers for over 30 years. Located in the heart of Trolley Square, at the corner of 5th South, 7th East, at Cabin Fever, they choo-choo-choose you. Yeah, broken news, and welcome to it. Shazam! (laughs) Joining here in the basement... Kablamo, what's up? And Jimmy. Hello. And Mr. B. Kablu. Oh, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate to start on a downer. Well, don't. Okay, I'll end on a downer. No. no. Well, what are you, where do you want your do downer? A, do a downer sandwich. Start off with I, something good. <laughs> I can't take a downer right off the bat. I moved to West Valley. <laughs> okay, I'll stick this, I'll stick this right here. A, it's Put been the, great. Put that between them two pots. I just want to say, West Valley, you've got a lot. There we go. Okay, Great. I'll stick it right in there. All right. Okay. Mm, that's going to be tasting so delicious. Where do we begin then? Probably, well. We, we could talk about how my kid's car got repoed the second day I lived there. Really? That's very West Valley. <laughs> that is. <laughs> we could talk about how I got drunk for a very geeky reason on Monday night. What was that? Well, it was Marvel's News. Yeah. You you got drunk for, for that? Yeah, I did. I, I, I did. I raised a glass. I, I know. Did uh, uh, Ed came over and we sat in the booth and we got drunk. Uh, we we just sitting there just going, oh, and they could do this, yeah, and they could do that. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, uh, you know, Spider Man. Yeah, I did it. I did it by myself. I was sitting there just <laughs> drinking. I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, the news is out there, and um, keep in mind, there's a difference. Between the facts and everything else. <laughs> the facts are very few. Everything else, the bullshit, there's a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, with news like that, it's yeah. just going to spill out like diarrhea. Just, yeah. And and fact of the matter is, is that they're, they just barely got it figured out that they're going to do it. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they have some contingency plans on, hey, if this happens, we'll do this. Yeah. But calm the fuck down is what I'm always saying. Calm us, stay fucked down. I, I do believe yes. that that was a contingency on having that Sony CEO step down. Uh, that was part of the deal, although <laughs> she is going to be producing. That's what I'm saying. They're like, we'll make you producer, but you need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, she will be producing uh, some of the Spider-Man uh, projects. So basically, and I love this headline. I got this in the Hollywood Reporter. With Marvel deal, Sony opts to lease rather than sell <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the perfect way to put it. Um, you can lease them. That's crazy. Yeah. It, it, no, and, and this, this is the other part that blew me away. You know how much this deal cost? I saw this. Zero. I love it. Zero? Didn't cost either party a dime. Huh? I think, well, 
No, think about it. Both sides are going to make a ton of fucking money off this, and and Sony's going to bank off what Marvel's how well Marvel's going to make that character. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. And they know that. Yeah. yeah. And they then know. Sony can get back well, in the game because, you know, they lost all this money with the hack and all this shit. Well, yeah. I, but also Sony kind of shot themselves in the foot with that amazing Spider-Man 2. That's what did it. Yeah. Because they bungled that one so badly. Mm-hmm. But they made like, what, 50 million profit? That is shit for made, a comic book movie. Yeah, ex- exactly. A Spider-Man movie should not be making that little bit of dough. And they know that. Profit. Mm-hmm. It made more than, you know, well, after, I, all, after all bills were paid. I didn't even see it until it was on cable. I think, uh, you know, speaking of Egg, I don't think even, like, he's seen it. I mean, Geeks like, were geeks got the word. They were like, yeah, fuck it, never mind. Yeah. I remember at the screening, I just walked out, and I had half-off sushi afterwards. And I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah. That's ex- and, and that's... It, the movie's like half-off sushi. It's I was going like, to say, what a great metaphor. Yeah, it's... it's That's what it's like. It's like, yeah. it's good, but it's not. But it's yeah. like, it could be better, but this is what I have, so I'll watch it. Let me just run right through this. Sources say no money changed hands between the two studios and the deal. It is instead seen as a quid pro quo transaction. Sony benefits from free exposure of a younger rebooted Spider-Man in a film from Red Hot Marvel Studios, while Marvel gets its hands on the most prized superhero in its universe. Yeah. Also, since Marvel controls the merchandising rights to Spider-Man, oh. <laughs> the effect this move will have on sales could be worth more than any cut sure. that they would have seen. Absolutely. Because it's all about the action figures, baby. And you and you and you mentioned in there, and I think I'm pretty sure they confirmed it. Uh, a younger actor that means your Andrew Garfield's out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And and that's a shame too, because he was a really good. I Peter think Parker. so too. He I was, liked him. I like. He him. was fine. He was not the problem with those films. Just, I thought he was also good as Spider Man with the quips. He was good. Yeah, no, he he, he was, was a great Peter Parker. He was better than Tobey Maguire. I'm I sorry, but he was. Oh yeah, was. way better. Tobey Maguire's got the better Spider Man film with Spider Man Two, but. To me, Garfield was the better Peter Parker. I agree. But, I agree. But with this deal, it was bound to happen. They they can't have him come in there with that um, with that film on his on his. So here's coat. how it, here's how it breaks down. Both studios will keep whatever money they make from their individual movies. Uh, Marvel head Kevin Feige. You know what? After this deal, I'm I'm going to pronounce his name right from now on. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't have to come on the show to teach me how to pronounce. Oh, his times they are a changing. I know Kevin Feige. Uh, who will produce the next standalone Spider-Man movie for Sony with Amy Pascal, the yeah. the, 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 the email hack woman, uh, won't even take a fee to do it. Wow. There's a chance for Marvel to earn some money from Sony's Spider-Man movies if they reach certain box office marks. Kind of a bonus, but yeah. that's all. And it just quite simply, both studios realize that that's the only so way to save Spider-Man in the movies. He's just going to sit down and go... That's a bitch. That's how you make a superhero movie. Yeah, I mean, right. But bring in there. I yeah. think, and I think they are not just Kevin, but uh, the whole team. I think are coming. Uh, it says. Let me see what it says here. Um, yeah, Sony needs uh, all the help it can get to re-energize Spider-Man, while adding Spidey to selected Marvel Cinematic Universe adventures amounts to a nice cup of gravy for the already red-hot Marvel Studios. Uh, let's see. Uh, one producer uh, in the field said Sony would never have made this deal. If they still retain the merchandising rights, even a poorly performing movie could be saved by strong merchandise sales, and Spider-Man is one of the bigger brands out there. So that was the linchpin right there. So how did they lose merchandising rights? I don't know if they ever had If they lost it or if they had them. They never had them. It's kind of cool, though, that it just kind of, like, it kind of just pops up. Like, this is like an added bonus, you know? Mm -hmm. Because we know, like, now... You're gonna, you know, you're gonna see Black Panther sneak up in the movie, and, mm-hmm. I, and you're like, "Oh shit, we get, we get Spidey out of it." I imagine that back in the bad days when Marvel was in financial trouble, the contract just said, "You own the rights to Spider-Man in the movies." Yeah, just yeah. cinematic. Never anything about sure 
t-shirts or anything like I would that. Bet that. Uh, in addition to Garfield finding himself on the outs, uh, Mark Webb will not be back uh, to complete the third. Um, Aww. I, however, I'm sorry, he messed up the second one, man. Get our, somebody else. The original producers, Matt Tolmack and Avi Arad, they've been downgraded to executive producers with no real say in the creative direction. That's the best news right yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Avi Arad, although he helped make a lot of you know what Marvel movies are now, even though he was never involved in Marvel Studios, he helped pave the way. Mm-hmm. His creative input has not been... It's been tainted. Not been good. Wall Street Journal is reporting uh, from a source with knowledge of the matter. Again, even with the Wall Street Journal, I say take this mm-hmm. with a grain of salt. Confirming uh, Parker will debut in Civil War. It'd have to be. I mean, they keep saying a future Marvel film. Like, what else would it be? Well, they could hold off and and introduce him and then put him in Marvel films, but (laughs) you're not going to see him revealing his identity in Civil War. Why would they do that? Internet, shut up. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) Stark Stark revealed his in the first Iron Man. Here's what they need to do. Here's what they need to do, because the shit's going to go down in New York anyway. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man's beat is in New York anyway. Mm -hmm. Here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a big-ass battle. All of a sudden, Spidey swings in out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah, and Iron Man takes off his little helmet mask and or helm, whatever. This is this. The fuck you been? <laughs> that, that's exactly how it should go. Just, where the fuck you been? <laughs> See, I'm hoping in Civil War, or, or even, even or it's about time you got here, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Even yeah. The, even an Ant Man or something like that. Just like when the Marvel <laughs> when the Marvel logo comes up, Spider Man just goes. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> like, yep, that's why we paid nothing for it. Yep. Or he just, he just walks on screen and goes, sup, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be a bit surprised if at the end of Ant-Man you see a little bit of Spider-Man. You, ha- you kind of have to with bugs, you know? you know, bugs. Yeah. Bugs. <laughs> it's a bug's life movie. So now that's all the good news about that. Here's what I still think is bad news. Sony is still moving ahead with the Sinister Six movie oh, man. without Kevin Feige's involvement. <sighs> I think that's a terrible idea. Oh, Sinister Six. I thought you were saying Suicide Squad. No, no, no. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's uh. different. Different. Too many group movies and comic books. Jesus. Yeah. God. Who, guys, who, super secret question. Um, who would win in a battle between the Suicide Squad and um, the Sinister Six? I have the same answer that I always have. Who's writing it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, speaking of Age of Ultron, uh, event cinemas... A movie theater chain, I guess, mm. have posted the alleged running time. Oh, I saw this for Age yeah. of Ultron, and it could even be double the amount. I don't yeah. care, and it could be <laughs> yeah. this. This is just you care. know close. Yeah. They're saying that it's two hours and forty minutes. Good, yeah, yeah. good, yeah. good. That's only seventeen minutes longer than the, the first Avengers. Yeah, movie. I don't, yeah. I don't give a shit. So that movie you, felt like it was ten minutes long. It's true. <laughs> it, it did. did. It yeah. did. It was if, one if, action-packed thrill ride. No, I mean, think about, I mean, this past, you know, kind of award season, there were a lot of films just under the three-hour mark, and the good ones felt like an hour and a half. Yeah. Gone Girl does not feel like two hours and 40 minutes. It does not. But it is. But it is It is 240. Made me think about my whole damn life, though. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Marvel movies, uh, we got more casting for Deadpool. Yeah. I saw that. I saw this one, and I'm excited. I wish I could be. Really? All right. Wait, wait. Which one, one are we talking? Well, well there, there's yeah. there's two. T.J. Yeah. Miller's going to be in. Yeah, it. that's one. Yeah. That's one we know. And I you like know, how what? I like stop him. it, Shannon. Wait, you like who? 
Go watch T.J. Right. Miller. T.J. Miller's I joking. I love yeah. him. He'll no. be out here. He's coming to Wines Guys. Oh, he, he, watches, he watches Silicon Valley. I, I love him on Silicon Valley. T.J. Miller, though, uh, Transformers 4, no. No. His death scene, amazing. No. No. <laughs> amazing. Well, Riveting. No. He's really good as that mucus on, <laughs> on that commercial. But... Uh, <laughs> Gina Carano. Yeah. yeah I li- I'm with this. Oh. Yeah, I'm with that is, too. Is going to be playing. Now, the story I originally had didn't have who this person was, so I had to dig it up. Uh, playing a character known as Angel Dust. It's unclear how she fits. You read the script, right? Huh. Are they using that script? I don't know. I read the script. That's yeah. My, that's my question. Is Taskmaster was, in that script? I forget. I can't. It, I don't remember her being um, there, but. Because I see her as a Taskmaster. Angel Dust has the uh, power to artificially increase her adrenaline levels. Temporary granting her superhuman strength, speed, and endurance. Uh, she's a member of the Morlocks. Um, I can't so now before she, now before she does the Deadpool movie, she's going to be opposite Bruce Willis in Extraction, uh, an action movie. For those who don't know Gina Carano, she's, she she's hot as hell. Yeah, and she the, was an American Gladiator. She, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the Hulk Hogan American Gladiator reboot, she was a gladiator. Then she was in a film called Haywire. And then she was also in Fast and Furious. But she's an MMA fighter, and she's <laughs> fucking badass. Now, she's not the greatest of actors that's, out there. That's my problem. And yeah. that was the problem. A lot of people were like, and I was kind of included. That was like, make her Wonder Woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she became. But she certainly looked the part. Oh, she, she looked it, but, but she, she ain't got the chops. No, she, she's not that great of an actress. No. But, again, you know, that's not her field. You know, her yeah. field is to be an ass kicker. Yeah. Well, See, I, I liked Haywire. It wasn't a great movie, but her fighting she was fine. Was oh, no. awesome. When you put her to the test on fighting, she yeah. is fantastic. I, w- I was a big, f- I was really high on Gina Carano, and I was, when I, when Expendables 3 came out, I wanted mm-hmm. her to be cast instead of Ronda Rousey, but then I saw went and saw Expendables 3, and I was like, yeah, you would keep Ronda Rousey. I'll be smart Rousey. Mm. Uh, more Ronda, Ronda. more casting. Uh, we'll stick in the Marvel uh, area and then move to other places. Uh, oh, Jay, your old friend. Drea De Mateo. Yeah, what's up, girl? How you doing? Shout out, baby. What's, remember that he was up on stage again? We did our thing. We was asking you questions. You gave me some answers. I was asking you more questions. You gave me some answers. Nothing happened afterwards. <laughs> I said the same. I said the same exact words to Kevin Costner. Nah. It just didn't work out. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Drea De Mateo is joining Agents of Shield. Uh, oh, nice. Saw that. She's a guest starring role in season two. Uh, she's going to play Carla Faye Gideon. I hope there's a scene where they take her out to the woods and shoot her in the back of the head. <laughs> that would be nice. God damn it. <laughs> Not again. She is a gifted woman with a grudge to bear against S.H.I.E.L.D. She'll be working alongside Kyle McLaughlin. She's always uh, chewing gum. Yes. Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. Christopher. <laughs> uh, speaking of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Jamie Alexander is going to come back as Sif. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh, in an upcoming uh, episode. See, she could have been Wonder Woman, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, she's, she's someone who could have done it. Yeah. She could have done And it. she looks more of the part than the girl that's doing it now, but still. Speaking I'll give about her a sh- somebody coming to a comic book TV show. Right, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Stop pointing. Uh, let's see. Uh, more casting. Um, Assassin's Creed movie now in production. Oh, I thought they'd been in production. No, oh. just now, just now, because Ubisoft has been really dragging their feet. Yeah, well, because they want creative control. And is that sure. is this a movie with it's Carl's Carl Weathers playing an assassin? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's with Fastbender, right? Allegedly, yeah. They've wait, cast- hold on. Fastbender's playing Apollo Creed. I'm so confused. <laughs> he's, conf- he's a very good actor, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's a chameleon. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, it is now in production, and I have. 
it's it's the woman who played Talia Ghoul in oh, uh, Marion Cotillard. Marion Cotillard is going yeah. to be in that. With there it is, there it is, Marion. Marion Cotillard. Yeah, she's uh, nominated for Best Actress. She's voluptuous. Oscars. I like I like yeah. a voluptuous woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, yeah, I do. She don't shy away. Either. And that is her. Right. Her uh, The name of her character has not been released, just that she is the female lead. That's all nice. we know. Uh, let's see. So I got the SIF news out. I got that. Um, okay. We can, <laughs> we, can, we can talk about it. This is where Jimmy and I have to... Have to say we were we were. I said on like fucking we terribly, six weeks ago we were terribly <laughs> terribly wrong. I was wrong. And I admitted it because because <laughs> not only is Gorilla Grodd going to be on the Flash, uh-huh. he's going to be psychic. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a trailer now. Yeah. I saw the trailer. <laughs> you can go online. It's Entertainment Weekly Shannon has Wentz, it. Shannon Wentz, Shannon Wentz, <laughs> Shannon Wentz. Good job. I can only fire back that you live in West Valley. Yeah, that's all, that's all I got. <laughs> Damn, oh. you should see his face. He looks so defeated. God, God damn it. Shannon wins! Shannon wins! Shannon wins! From what I can gather, and this is just my... What's that glowing on your wrist? Yeah, what is that? What is that? It's uh, my, my, my gear fit super watch. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. All right. Um, but from what I can tell from the from the teaser footage that we've seen, and again, this is just my... Holy shit, wait, was it glowing? Yes. Yeah. I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna explode. <laughs> I'm too far away from my cellmate. Shannon, we have to stay on task, or otherwise people will yell at Wait. us. Okay. Listen, you... stay on task. Dustin Montoya gets very upset. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know what? Dustin can sit down for a fucking second. Did you just make a deadlock joke? Yeah. <laughs> With Rucker Howard? Uh-huh. <laughs> With Mimi Rogers? Uh-huh. I, totally just I love that fucking movie. <laughs> which is not on task because we're talking about Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Gorilla Grodd All right. is a psychic mean gorilla. Well, yeah, from the trailer, if if I'm watching it correctly, and this is just my gut, uh-huh. it would seem that Grodd is mind-controlling the general. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. I was wrong, but I love it. Yeah. I don't Shannon, know how long, Shannon wins. how long ago you and I sat here and said, there's no fucking way yeah. they're going to do a super intelligent gorilla on the goddamn TV show. <laughs> hey, what did I say? You said, fuck it you guys are going to do it. They have to. It's gorilla grog. Well, after I started seeing like, you know, Captain Cold and his parka, I was like, uh, they're just, they're they, don't, do they don't fucking but, care. And I'm going to say this again. How is it that the flash has all the, like he, they're bringing, they're bringing all their stupid robes. Yeah. Fucking Pied and he, Piper. And, he, and he's got the worst, no, he does. Line up of just about anything. That's why I love him so much, right? <laughs> They're bringing every stupid villain out. I mean, Pied Piper. I just about fucking shit I my know, pants, I right? Know. <laughs> How is it that that show with all those stupid characters on it is still less stupid than Arrow? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to admit, this season, uh, Arrow has been. You now, takes itself really seriously, and it's it's overly dramatic and. I can't get into it, and I can't figure out his his sister. You know, I'm still. I mean, but it, it's what it's I still always, watch it. It's what it's yeah. always been. I mean, I watch it, but it's the soap opera comic book show, it is. And, and then. But that's why I love you. Get your little dose of drama there, and you get your comedy over yeah. the flash. It's See, a great balance. Arrow, I call it a guilty pleasure. I'm not saying I don't enjoy the show. Yeah, but it's dumb as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's a CW will, soap opera. Yeah, yeah. I will def with arrows. Like yeah. seriously, Arrow gets booted off a fucking cliff, right? Preach. He's dead. Mm-hmm. What do he do? 
fucking walked it off. Mm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, fucking walked it off, and Lazarus. he's just a no, dude. No, but it wasn't Lazarus, though. No, he didn't have a Lazarus bed. He they just they said they, they said the cold helped you, and you and you're willing to live. Yeah, and this nice tea that I made. Yeah, right. I mean, because I remember when when they stabbed him. Lee, you know, Lee was over at my house when we were watching it, and he's sitting, you know, going on the whole, oh, we're do the Lazarus, Lazarus pits. Pit, yeah. And like, I was thinking, oh, um, was it Merlin could take him there, and then he owes his life to Merlin, and, yeah. you know, then the, the debt's paid, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, no, it just, it was cold, and near some tea, and you were, you're a strong fighter. <laughs> so, wait a minute. So, you mean to tell me that we could get into an argument for whatever dumb reason? Mm-hmm. And you, Shannon, you could push me off of a cliff. Well, first, though, I would have to stab you with a sword through your fucking body. But you mean heart, to t- heart. And then I'd yeah. fall <laughs> on the cliff, and it'd be like, damn, it's cold outside. Let me go get some chai tea with some yeah. flax seed. But you've really got to want to live. you got to want to live. And, and it's going to be, like, be very like, cold. Like, now, what, I want to live, motherfucker! <laughs> like that. That's, Does it have to be celestial seasoning? sounds like doing it. Is that what he sounds when he's falling? I would just walk in and just get some tea. You pick over that cliff and you're like, is he dancing? <laughs> I want to live. I'd fall. I'd be like, no, I want to live, but I really would like to change the address after I live. <laughs> <laughs> you got to really, you want to live, you got to really want it. You got to wants to live. <laughs> You gotta wants to live and drink some tea and shit. So yeah. all I can say is they better introduce the Lazarus pit as to why that happened because yeah. it's, it, it was still I was like he drank okay, some I Lazarus know, tea. Actually, I know it's a show, but come on. No, we, <laughs> we talked about this on um uh, on the DC TV panel, yeah. and um they were saying how the Lazarus pits are Batman origin. Yeah, and I guess anything Batman origin can't go on the TV shows. Yeah, but Rush Agul was on it. I, that's just what he said. I don't buy that. <laughs> because I know that the, the producers have talked about how, no, it's not the Lazarus pits. And, yeah. and uh, you know, if we bring them and, you know. Yeah. I wasn't so. there when the deals were made. I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Um, speaking of uh, DC television shows, you know, Constantine ended really strong. Mm-hmm. And, so good. And, and no one watching. And you're not watching it. Meanwhile, the librarians will get a second season of 10 <laughs> oh, episodes. Thanks. You know, <laughs> thanks, America. Because God forbid you watch Constantine, yeah. you're watching How the librarians. Fucking, and did you see they started saying fuck it and he was just smoking on He was smoking. He was oh, was he? Yeah, uh-huh. he was just, they just I, gave up. You can blame me because I, I fell out of it. I just, you know, Dude, I've got so much shit to watch and I just I I wasn't enjoying that it. That part with, what's his fuck? His partner, the, the guy that lives here in Utah. Yeah. The guy's from Utah. Charlie. When he used his, well, first of all, the origin of what, why he never died was yeah, so good. That was cool. And then that episode where he was, took out the dude by exploding himself with a hand grenade. Yeah, that was awesome. And, <laughs> and the wife, the, the wife's like, "Does it hurt him? Oh yeah, it's terribly." <laughs> and then he's like, just I guess he smushes back together. Yeah. How the fuck does librarians get a second season? People don't even go to the library. <laughs> like, fuck, man. How are you going to make a show that's successful where people don't even go to it anymore? <laughs> you know, it's funny he says that. <laughs> like, I got a library card in my shit. It got dust on the motherfucker, man. You know, the only people that go to the downtown city library are juggalos. That's right. right? Which is juggalos, ironic. Juggalos are homeless people. Yeah, because none, none of them can read. I don't know what the fuck I they're go, doing there. I go there to kill time to consoli- like to write and consolidate jokes. That's about it. And like people watch, but fuck, man, who the fuck goes? Come on, man. People, um, if you listen to this show, and you go to a library, shut up. More uh, DC TV. Uh, this from uh, TNT cable channel. As uh, previous, this is the lineup for the Teen Titans series. This is yeah. the live yeah. action, live action uh-huh. Teen Titans. 
We got the lineup. Ooh. Dick Grayson will appear on the series. Though the outlet notes that he begins the pilot episode as Robin and will transition into Nightwing. I really just wish they didn't cast Burt Ward. <laughs> so sad. It is kind of. I can't get my suit. I know they're trying to make the fans happy, but, you know, we're okay. Um, a wheelchair-bound Barbara Gordon will also be a member. Yeah. She is not yet going by the Oracle, Oracle yeah. Mon- yeah. moniker. Uh, interesting, given she's never really been a member of the team in the source material, if nope. I'm right. She has not. Uh, the Hank Hall and Don Grager versions of Hawk and Dove uh-huh. are set to appear and will be a couple. One um, likes war. One <laughs> likes peace. Oh, sounds like a good book. Founding new Teen Titans members Raven and Starfire will also be members mm, of the series. Starfire's going to be like all mostly naked like she is in the yeah. comics. She better. But she's going to be tan and orange like Snooky and shit. She better. <laughs> I want to see that. All right. Can we, can we do my sad story now? Uh, yeah. It's, it's only a little sad. Okay. It's only sad for me. Oh. Really. Well, that's the Well, then Carrie, just, it's sad for all of us. Well, I, I just I, I want to raise a glass. We lost. It's a coaster. Here, take this. <laughs> I have ice in mine. Dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to get a drink. <laughs> to Gary Owens. I know you. Wait, the, 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 white, the white comedian? <laughs> the the uh, radio and TV announcer, voiceover uh, artist. Oh, from like Laugh-In? In beautiful downtown Burbank, that guy. That guy from, was he on Laugh-In? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But more importantly, he was the voice of the original Space Ghost. Oh, oh shit. shit! He was space oh, guy, not uh, not the new guy George Lowe who does coast to coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was the, the original Hanna Barbera when Space Ghost was <laughs> taken seriously. <laughs> Why don't they bring coast to coast back? I'd I know, love that. Man. I'd love it, especially with all the like the fun celebrities that are, like, especially now that they bring all these geek celebrities on. Yeah. Shit, that'd be great. But you you know Gary Owens, you've heard his voice. Yeah. Uh, he's you know he was on Space Ghost, Roger Rambat. He did Batman. Uh, he was he was in animated Garfield and Friends, Bobby World. He was oh, for five years. He was an animated character in a Fruity Pebbles commercial. Damn. Yeah. with Fred Flintstone. He was in the Love Bug, uh, European Vacation. Uh, he wrote uh, he wrote books how to make a million dollars with your voice or lose your tonsils trying. Nice, I've and seen in, that. Too. And in 1973, a book called "What to Do While You're Holding the Phone." <laughs> uh, Text, <laughs> but uh, he's uh, he was he was uh, a legend in in my industry yeah. and just uh, anyway. So there you go. Okay, now that we're done with that, I have good news. Oh, good news. Star Wars! Yay! What? Some Star Wars. Want some Star Wars news? Star Wars. I guess so. So the Star Wars celebration's coming up in April. Yes. Yeah. Gonna be fun. And uh, they haven't really announced a lot of celebrities yet. Uh, it's in Anaheim this year. West Coast. Represent. <laughs> How did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why you did the knife hand as you said represent. I was gonna go like yeah, that. But I know. I, oh God. Didn't, I, but I realized I had to do this. Yeah. No. But it was too late. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. My it's, hand had already. It's okay. I love you, Kurt. Just read the story. Just did <laughs> yes. Uh, in Anaheim, April sixteenth is when it begins. J.J. Um, Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy are coming. Well, oh. I think you'd have to. Oh. <laughs> But they'll kick it off at 10 a.m. with a very special celebration event. I just kind of like to do the math a little bit. Okay. Uh, that's a few weeks before Age of Ultron. Mm. So I'm guessing, and this is just me guessing, 
It's not any fact-based that you're going to see the trailer for Star Wars Episode Seven there. And then it'll go on the internet the next day and in movies the next day. And, you might. Or, or something. Or, or it'll debut yeah, with Age of Ultron. That's seven months. You know. that's, that's, a good, that's a good point for a trailer. Not a teaser, like your first yeah. trailer. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Could be. Just a guess. Just a guess. So if, anyway. If well, not, maybe they'll have the cast come there and perform it live. Oh, hey, that would be fun. Mm, that'd be good, huh? That means that Peter Mayhew would have to get out of his wheelchair. Mm. Uh, oh, God. Uh, oh, oh, my God. Marissa <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, oh, anyway, um, some quick recommendations, and then we'll get to your uh, movie reviews. Yeah. Um, if you're not watching uh, the 12 Monkeys TV series, you should be. I watched the first episode. It's good. It, it gets better. Okay. And uh, Helix Season 2, I was about to drop out. And then some things changed on the show. Yeah. And now I'm back in. They're all nude. I wish. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, if we could recommend a TV show, Sirens is back. Sirens is back and is good. Jeffy's Champion Show, which he made me watch, and mm-hmm. I fucking mm-hmm. love it now. Yeah. Uh, I still yeah. say if you're not watching the Goldbergs, you're not doing it right. Goldbergs is a good show. Oh, that show's so funny. And then there's this little gem that I found. Um, I think it might, if it's not available now for Android phones... Oh, it will be soon. I know what you're talking about. Um, it's the uh, uh, Saturday Night Live 40 Seasons yeah. app. It's so good. Yeah, it's not on. This, it's not an Android. It's like one of those apps that should have came out fucking years ago. Yeah, well, it's like the like Simpsons. Two. It's like the Simpsons Universe app. Yep. Uh, but with Saturday Night Live. Yeah, greatest clips. And all so that. you can look up uh, characters. You can look up actors. Yeah. You know, so like if you punch in John Belushi, there's like, you know, 12 sketches that come well, up. Well, you could just type in I, Canteen Boy. Yeah. You can type in Canteen Boy. I typed in because I wanted to Carrie. see those Carrie. funny uh, movie auditions they've done. So all I did was just type the word audition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not only did the movie ones come up, then it had the, the Patrick Swayze, Chris Farley one where they're auditioning for Chippendales. Yeah. So the, just keywords will get it. Now, there are some full episodes. As I recall, I don't know if the musical guests are in there i don't think they are um but uh you, you can find just about everything although i couldn't find the uh, ant-man sketch i tried ah. to look for it too yeah it was the first thing i did but somebody sent it sent me a link from hulu is where they found it um but what, uh, yeah it's it's very cool because there, are you know like i said if you hit john belushi it brings up like a dozen classic sketches that he's in you yeah know, a samurai sketch uh, blues brothers you know there's a uh, the uh, the the classic Schiller's reel, "Don't look back in anger," where he was the last living member yeah, yeah. <laughs> of this of the cast, yeah. you know, and he was dancing on their graves. <laughs> Such a good little. We all know bit. how that didn't work out too well. I came across one that was when I typed audition. It was the the fake auditions for Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> Did you see that one? I have no. not. Oh my god! The, like they have like it's a newer one. So like one of the nerdy white guys comes in. He's like, "Hey, who are you here to read for?" Because I'm here to read for the uh, field friend. They're like, oh, the okay. Field well, friend. And he's wow. like, oh, can you, uh, we're going to actually have you read a different character. Can you do Angry Slave Owner? <laughs> and he's like, and they give him the paper and he looks at it. And he's like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Like that. And then she's like, you can do it with Letitia. And like this black girl comes up. He's like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> do they have the, I wonder if, like, if they put the Ferguson uh, sketch that they did. Remember the, did you guys ever see the, it was the sketch they never aired? For no. those, it's actually it's they, online. I've they should have aired it. But yeah. I mean, like honestly, it make, it makes light of the situation, and it's not as bad. If you just search, have some balls and go. Ferguson never aired Saturday Night Live. Yeah. it'll come it's, up. It's, it's, it's a not, funny sketch. Yeah, it's a funny sketch. It sh- they should have aired it. But it's got uh, a library of clips, 
you can post them to your Facebook, you know, certain sketches. There's a, an SNL emoji keyboard, uh, so you can, like, text a conehead or the motivational speaker or, you know, things like that. <laughs> the motivational speaker. Um, <laughs> And, uh, it, and it will look at you, Mister Fancy Pants. And it will constantly update. It will constantly update, um, and it's free. I like uh, on there too. You can actually scroll through the years of each cast. Mm-hmm. And they have like their headshots in each one. Yeah, and it's always somebody who shows up every now and then. I was like, oh, I didn't. I don't remember them being on there. It was I. The one that came to my mind was David Kochner. The oh, yeah. David Kechner. Yeah, he Kechner? was. He was on. Yeah, Julie Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, I knew she was on there. You know, Robert Downey Jr. Was he on there? Yeah. yeah. For a year. Oh, he no. was on the, we call it the Lost Cast. Yes. Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. I think I knew that one. Yeah. But it's so, kind of cool flipping through. And then, it, I mean, sometimes I saw, like, I was flipping through and I was like, you know, Chris Farley, Chris Farley, and all of a sudden he's gone. I, mean, I was like, ah, oh, man, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of cool. It's a, it's a great little, uh, since we're having kind of a, you know, SNL, you know, uh, remembrance thing happening with the 40 anniversary uh, well, i mean it's recorded we, tonight yeah, yeah well as we record this yeah uh but there's that so anything else going on you've got some movie reviews movie reviews but i'll give you one more uh, recommendation real fast uh i got to pick up a uh, a new nintendo uh 3ds xl mm-hmm. the new one that just came out it's really cool i've never got my hands on one before um it's the latest one it actually has um face tracking technology so, oh, I've heard about this. So, yeah. like the old ones, I guess if you were if you had to look at it straight on, and if you turned it at all, it would just the screen would go blurry and you couldn't use it anymore. But this one now tracks your your movement of your face. So, and it works really well. Um, uh, what do you call it? It's about it's one ninety nine for retail, hmm. but it's got some cool games. I uh, I played this uh, Smash Brothers, Mario Kart Seven, and then uh, Eggs getting me into uh, Monster Hunter Four, <laughs> which is kind of fun. It is so, a fun game. Yeah, it's, it's not fun, bad. Like I remember playing Monster Hunter earlier on, and that's a good. But that's I, good I'm gonna try to do some more reviews on that kind of stuff because it just came out like two days ago. Cool. So uh, excited about that one. Uh, I think he's, he's. I got a, I got a quick recommendation. Quick recommend, yeah. then we'll get to the movie. A, this is a life hack. This is a pro tip. <laughs> to all the geeky parents out there, take your kid to a comic store. A comic, took, comic book store? Yeah, a comic book store. I took, Be careful which ones, because yeah. there's two here in town, mm. well, one now, that keep their b- comics wrapped up in plastic and don't let kids open them. Right. Or, or touch anything. Or no, but, touch anything. But, here, but so, here's the thing. Yeah. This, I went to Dr. Volts. That's that, what you do. I yeah. went to Dr. Volts. Because they're friendly. Yes, and they are very friendly. And I found the 25 cent bin. Oh, yes. And it's, let, it's a godsend. Yes, oh, yeah. it is the greatest thing to ever happen to my son <laughs> and my wallet. <laughs> because my son went up there, he's like, Dad, I'm like, he's like, oh, look, I, I see this one. I, can I get this one? I was like, go for it, man. He's like, what about that one? I'm like, go for it, man. Matter of fact, just get anything you want. He's like, are you serious? Dad, are you making so much money as a comedian that you can get all these? I'm like, man, just just ball out. Just, yeah, grab that whole box. Just ball out. Walked out of there with about 20 comics. I guarantee you, there's a one in four chance that you're buying my old comics. <laughs> <laughs> no, he found an amazing gum, a world of gumball. He loves that shit. Oh, really? And, cool. Uh, Avengers World, like a couple of Avengers World, Young Avengers. He went ape shit. So That's great. Go Dr. Volts or any other comic book store that has a 25 cent bin. And just ball out. Oh, yeah. Kids will lose their mind. Ball out, it means to spend a lot of money, also known as popping tags. <laughs> this has been Urban Talk. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Well. No, that's, no, that's a great recommendation. How I'm was in, that? I'm enlightened. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you ball um, out this weekend, Jimmy? <laughs> he, I, no. He balled out. <laughs> uh, he bailed out. 
Uh, That's right. What movies? Uh, uh, three movies. Well, the- we got some theatrical ones, and then we'll get to the Blu-rays and whatnot. But uh, start the theatrical. Uh, Still, Alice. If you're an Oscars fan, uh, you want to you know see everything you can that's been nominated. Still, Alice is now out in, in Utah. It's only playing at the Gateway. It's uh, Julianne Moore. Uh, she is a linguistics professor who starts forgetting words. Turns out she's got a rapid case of Alzheimer's disease. Uh, she's going to win the Oscar. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Pretty um, sure. Yeah, she'll she'll win. I, it should go to Roseman Pike for Gone Girl, but... I agree. It's going to go to Julianne but, Moore. But if it did go to Roseman Pike for Gone Girl, then Marvel would have to spend more money to get her for Captain Marvel. That's right. That's just me. So, <laughs> so she'll be on the rebound. <laughs> They'll get her on she'll the cheap. She'll like, okay, I'll, I'll take the Captain Marvel. <laughs> right. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's a really good film. Alec Baldwin's in it. Uh, and I always say that you can tell Julianne Moore is a really good actress when she makes Kristen Stewart from Twilight look good. Mm. So that's... That's that film. It was a smaller film, but just wanted to give it some love. The bigger ones. Uh, I'm going to start with the shittier one first, because that's where <laughs> we're going to go. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, this is, if you don't know it, uh, listeners, this film, or the franchise is based off Twilight fan fiction uh, from a, a published, or not, I don't think it's published, posted on a website under the title of Masters of the Universe, which, how the fuck does she not think she's going to get sued one or the other by either ripping off Twilight or He-Man? Yeah. So I would rather see... Well, He-Man he porn pan, fan fiction. Right. Myself. So uh, the story is it's uh, Jamie Dornan plays Christian Grey and Dakota Johnson, who I didn't realize was Don Johnson's daughter. Is that who that is? Yeah. Oh, my hell. Yeah. So I've seen all of her glory. Daddy must be proud. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Uh, and I think it was it was Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith that were together. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's their daughter. Is it? Yeah. Ugh. I believe it's their. So anyway. That means um, her face is going to melt in 30 years. It also means that there's a considerable amount of crazy in those genes. Well, probably. Yeah. Um, so the the story is that they meet while she's interviewing him for a college newspaper, and she gets uh, basically drug into his world of deviant sex acts. Um, I've said it before, and I'll say it again for anybody who hasn't heard the plot line. Here's a plot of this movie. Uh, basically, the guy walks up to the girl, have a few words, and he says, hey, do you mind if I, uh, if I pinch your nipples? And she's like, no, I'm not really into it. Like, well, do you want to take a ride in my helicopter? Yeah, sure. Well, can I pinch your nipples now? Sure. Hey, can I put my thumb in your ass? Uh, no, not really into it. Not into it. Well, would you like a new laptop computer? I could. I could use one of those. I could. Yeah, I, I, I've really got this new thumbs away. Go for it. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what else can I do to you? Oh, a new car, a new apartment. It's fucking. You know, and and other people called it. She's basically a prostitute. See, I had a, a person who read the books. Yeah. Trying to defend them to me, saying that it empowers women. That's what some people say. I'm and, sorry, it doesn't. And I, and I bought the argument from her because I didn't look at the books or care, frankly. So, and now I hear and I'm reading an awful lot about yeah. how. It's it's the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> it I, is. You're doing shit for money. I brought Cat you know? One to come see it for the sole purpose of reviewing it on Big Movie Mouth Off, and she and I both think it is horribly degrading towards women. I think you know there are some sexy scenes in there, sure, but by the end of it, I mean she's like crying and upset, and you're like, this. I mean, for people who are like, let's take you know, let's go on a couple's date for Valentine's Day. Worst fucking movie for that. She walks out like she's been like raped, you know, and I'm like. Wow, this sets the tone, you know, for a, a lovely evening. <laughs> Let's go home and talk. Well, yeah, Jimmy, right. Uh, it just depends on what you're into. Yeah, right. Well, you know, and that's the other thing too about because it's all about. BD. I personally love the movie. Blah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I did a weird study on that film, and it found out that women that actually are dating men that own helicopters absolutely love the they fucking love movie. Oh, yeah. okay. new, women with new laptops and helicopters, they love the movie. But, yeah. uh, but you know, uh, it's all about BDSM, and you know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not into that world, but I know people are, but I know that the people who are into this shit think this movie is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. So they're not into it. The acting sucks. The dialogue is straight from fucking... I mean, when I say Twilight, it's fucking Twilight fan fiction. I mean, come on. It's bullshit. Yeah. And it sucks, and it's, you know, I give it one star. And and everybody went to see it. Yeah, it's they did. Huge. And shame on you for doing it. Yeah. Around the world, it, huge. I'm, all right, and I'll be, I'll, I'll be frank. And Are there honest. sequels to yeah. the yeah, there's three. Yeah. there's three books. Yeah. Oh, shit. And that's the thing. It Are they going to come to Comic-Con and ruin Comic-Con? <laughs> <too>? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, they, Probably. Uh, it ends on like one of those cliffhangers where it's just like, you know, the film doesn't even end. It's just, you know. Almost like to be continued. Oh, you know? like the helicopter runs out of gas and the laptop runs out of battery. God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> no, something <laughs> else runs out of battery. Yeah, it's just awful. It's All right. it's pure well, let's shit. Let's get let's get to something else then. Uh, one more fun. Uh, what I did recommend and what I do recommend. If you want to go on a fun date night, go see Kingsman: The Secret mm-hmm. Service because I'm so excited to talk about it. Um, you know, it's directed by Matthew Vaughn, who did Kick Ass and mm-hmm. X Men: First Class, and based on a comic book by Mark Millar. Um, this story is about a kid whose father was a part of this privatized uh, spy agency that answers to no government. Uh, father is killed in war. This is in the beginning. It's not ruining much. And later down the line, uh, Colin First's character comes across the kid again and gives him the opportunity to join the agency. You're a legacy. Yeah. And we, so you got to give you a chance. Give you a chance, but you got to defeat you know seven other c- contenders. And so, and when I mention why this is a better date movie, because one of the contenders is a girl named Roxy, who. I love it. She's not there for. She's not there to be saved by a guy. She's not there. She's certainly not there to have her ass paddled. And uh, <laughs> but what I also love is that she, you look at her. Her character is. I'm here for the same fucking reason you're here. You know, I don't need to be talked down to. And that shit's awesome. And then you've got Samuel Jackson giving one of the greatest villain performances in a long time with one of the greatest lists of all time. <laughs> and it's funnier as shit. This really? movie is so good. It's so violent. It's so fun. Yeah. It's it's so over the top. It's the best homage to like gentleman spy films. If you love your old classic James Bond movies, the scores there, everything's in this movie that's so fun. And there is this scene, and I don't want to ruin much, but in a fanatical Christian church <laughs> that is I call it whimsically was it whimsical chaos. It is gorgeously choreographed and fucking phenomenal. And here's why you need to go and support this movie. Yeah. Two reasons. Well, one, the main one. It's an R-rated comic book film. Yeah. And if you want an R-rated Deadpool movie, I mean, really, the the movie company should be looking at this and going, that's a comic nobody reads. Yeah. And this is also, it is Fox. And it is Fox. And everyone will go, everybody knows Deadpool. Yeah. We can make it R-rated and people will go. Yeah. Even opening up against another R-rated film. Yep. So don't give me this R-rated movies don't make money yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Okay. No, it, it can do well as long as it make you know if it makes its money back and whatnot. You know, it, you say a comic book movie, yes, not in the sense of a cape or superpowers or anything like that. Based but if, on, but if it's just gentlemen spies with cool gadgets and beat the shit out of people and say fuck a lot, yeah, then Deadpool could be rated. I, R. I I need somebody at Fox to go and make this correlation, so I'm putting it out there. I'm sure they're not. You know. you know, honestly, what made me want to see it was when I saw Samuel Jackson just laughing, <laughs> like in the trailer, and he's got his hat cocked to the side. I was like, I just want to see it just for that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and he's got Nike jump shoot. He looks like he walked out of a 2003 rap video. Yeah. Like it's, it, it, <laughs> it's some of the most stylish uh, that Samuel Jackson has been probably since Jackie Brown. 
cool. Really? Yeah. That, yeah. All right. The, one that. of those like cool outfits. Every time yeah. he walks in, you're like, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, just, he's so fucking cool. What about the movie. octopus in the spirit? <laughs> <laughs> but he's got. I, mean, I got eight of everything. And when a film opens with Dire Straits, Money for Nothing, I'm like, I was like, I'm in. All right. Cool. I'm in 100. percent Cool. And then, I love it because it's it's it's. Oh, is it? I think it's on. I. In Iraq in 1997, and two guys are just listening to a boombox playing <laughs> Dire Straits Money, for, Money nothing, for Nothing, and then they swoop in and fucking kill everybody. And then, <laughs> and if you read the comics, because uh, maybe we said it last. No, it was on the radio we said it. Yeah, but I, uh, I'm, I'm just warning yeah. fanboys of the comic. You've probably already seen it. If you read the comic, you've already seen it, and you, you were disappointed. And thank uh, you for seeing it. But I just wanted to, to warn, if you haven't seen it, in the comic book, um, the first issue, the bad guys kidnap Mark Hamill. And they're mad at him because of the prequels, even though he was not in them. Yeah. Mark Hamill is kidnapped in the movie. He is not Mark Hamill. He's but, somebody else. But don't but be pissy about that's it. That's fine. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't take away from anything yeah. else. I'm, okay. just, I'm just telling you now so that you don't bitch on the internet later. Shut yeah. the fuck why up. Why would they do? Why would, why would people Ma- bitch on the internet? Kerry Jackson. I know. No I know. One I bitches know. on the internet when geeky things happen. Mark Hamill said himself, yeah. we decided it was a better idea to do it this way. <laughs> All right. You're, 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 yeah. this is, cr- I don't want to believe you. When Captain America was announced as black, no, everyone was cool with it. I know. Everyone. Everyone. I everyone. didn't see it. I didn't see one ripple. No. Yeah. No. Oh, I'll say, uh, it's also probably, Including Dire Straits, uh, it's probably one of the most fun soundtracks since Guardians. Oh, really? good. Um, there's an. Uh, if you want to hear another song from it, uh, listen to Casey's uh, Casey Sunshine. Yeah. Casey and the Sunshine. Casey man. and the Sun. Uh, yeah, uh, the song "Give It Up." Oh yeah. You know that song. That's it. Yeah. That's when basically I just say all hell is breaking loose across the globe. <laughs> that's all I'll say. All Not right, cool, what happens, man. but it's. I mean, and I cannot get that song out of my head. I'm in. Let's so, do it. I'm in. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I give it 100 percent four stars. Wow. All right. What else? Uh, that's that's that good. Well, and then uh, just real fast uh, at the end of this episode, we're gonna have. Uh, I had the chance to go down to L.A. and talk with the cast and director of uh, McFarland USA, Disney's new uh, live action inspirational sports film. That's what I call it. It's what they do. That's it's what it it's, is. You know, they do one a year. I think last year was Million Dollar Arm, and this one's McFarland USA. But uh, got to talk to the kids, which is really fun because uh, most of them are not actors, which I thought was kind of cool. Like they just picked them off, like some from McFarland, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then Kevin Costner uh, got to talk to him. Super cool guy, and then uh, the director Nikki Caro. Speaking of uh, empowering females, it's fun to talk to a female from uh, director from Hollywood because there's not that many of them. So uh, getting her perspective of uh, filmmaking and whatnot was a lot of fun. And that'll so, be all at the end of this all episode. The end, yeah. This is a big episode, though. Yeah, yeah. today because this is the this is the, our last day at Fanex when mm. we're all tired. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I could just tell Tony to leave off the second half. I don't know, but anyway, it's a grandiose. It's it'll be a grandiose third nice episode. episode. All right. What, what, so what date is this episode? Release date sixteenth. Yeah. Sixteenth. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, how long have you been doing this show? <laughs> Oh man, I don't know, Black. He thinks it's live. Well, that means we're recording next weekend. He's adorable. It does mean we're recording next <laughs> yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah, we'll figure it out. Right. Anything else? Shannon uh, wins. That's, that's it for me. Shannon wins. I'm just going to go watch that Gorilla Grodd uh, yeah. trailer again and go. Be sure to post it on my wall again. Yeah. Say, ha, I was right. <laughs> All right. Back. Huh? I got yes. one, All right, one last question. Okay, go. Does anybody know where I can get, like, I've been Googling this shit. Anybody know where, like, I could just get, like, some good armor? Armor. I think armor. You got a guy who yeah. can make it for you. I know, here. but I mean, like, I want to make some good armor. Lee George, to, Lee George, Lee George Cade. I want to step up my cosplay game. Cade man. is making some armor right now. That's why he's, that's not, why he's here. not here. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, let me. Oh, that's re- right. I saw the group text. Yeah. Me, I was going to say, let me read the text that he sent to us and our listeners. I didn't get the group group text. The group Fuck text. You guys. I think you should go to Comic Con in September as a grod. 
We should cosplay. We got. Can we do a group cosplay, please? As what? I don't know. I I want to be whichever pr- team has a black dude. You guys can then actually be the purple man. Won't be able to come. I have armor plates curing. That's Lee. God, I love that man. <laughs> Lee's us. He's in the kitchen just cook, cooking some armor. Yeah, yeah, no. So there you go. That's All where right, you get cool. your armor. All right, cool. Uh, anything else before we go? No, All right, then back to the second half of the Fan X episode, and then stay tuned for the McFarland USA uh, interviews. This episode is called uh, "Is Pretentious." <laughs> yeah, I remember that. This guy's word. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is where you guys gave me shit about uh, the seahorse, the female seahorse having a dick. Yeah, and you guys didn't believe me. I, I believed. You. I googled it. It's true. No, I seen it. I seen it on the, n- the internet. I just, I just apologize. I thought it was a terrible episode. And I saw, I saw the male seahorse. Uh, I was given birth. Yeah, I was not prepared, and we were all tired. So yeah, I'm it sorry. Was, it was hard. Yeah. That was hard. All right, back to it, and then the McFarlane USA stuff with Kevin Costner and Jimmy. Please to enjoy. Hey, Geek Show, Lee here. I'd like to invite you to Frisch Compassion Eatery, my tasty little corner of Salt Lake City. At Frisch, we focus on plant-based cuisine, but that doesn't mean you're getting a sawdust platter with a side of dehydrated kale flakes for lunch. Our passion is full-flavored dishes like our signature Fancy Boy Wrap, eggless egg salad, and the all-new Full Whitaker Nachos. We have a lot of fantastic heart-healthy salads, soups, and entrees that will fill you up without emptying out your wallet. Also, check out our full-service vegan coffee bar and our pastry case full of incredible goodies from Cakewalk Vegan Bakery. And you never know, I just might have the latest scoop on your favorite geek stuff. That's Frisch Compassionate Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201 in Salt Lake City. We're open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You can also call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277. Get all that info at frisheats.com. And thanks, Geek Show, for helping make Frisch such an awesome reality. The Atomic Arcade at 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday. You've probably seen my high score there on the Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator. That's KJJ or my initials. And you can play that game for free because you're a friend of the Geek Show on Sunday. The Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator is free to play on Sunday. Thank you, Atomic Arcade. If you haven't been in... I I pity you. You really need to go and check this place out. Classic arcade games, a lot of great memories in there. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroid, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. They got classic pinball in there as well. You don't have to hassle with those tickets. It's free admission. You just walk right in and start plunking your quarters in. And uh, the Atomic Arcade right across the street from a bar named Sue and downstairs from Cruiser's Bar. So, you know, get a few games in, blow off some steam on your lunch or work break, or, uh, you know, sort of nimble up your reflexes before you go home. Free admission, no hassle with tickets, classic games at classic prices. It's the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. And we're back! Alright, I won't lie to you. God, these people cheer weird. I know. <laughs> Seriously, that's what that's what Jay's room sounded like this morning. No, not at all. I thought they were four. Jay wasn't I was, in there. I was watching Thomas the Train on Fast Forward. I know, Ford, but you were making okay? that noise. I get well, really I excited hear, watching my cartoons. I hear Thomas the Train engine going on in the background, and Jay's all, Woo! <laughs> woo, woo, woo! There's me standing in the front of the room going like this. I like things. <laughs> There's something that uh, radio show hosts do when they haven't prepared their show properly. They, <laughs> they take phone calls. <laughs> I left my good prep in my hotel room. <laughs> he had been drinking. Actually, been I, drinking. I think after last night's uh, 
hospital orgy picture topic. We I just ran out of well, subject material. I can tell you a, a, good, a, a good movie I saw this morning. Oh? I saw Spongebob. Is it good? Oh, did you go see yeah. it? Fucking hilarious. Awesome. Are you serious? Oh, it's so good. I am excited for that I, uh, movie. They walked, when I walked out, they said, uh, what'd you think, Jimmy? I go, that is fucking insanity at its best. Put you that know, on the great. poster. That's going to be on the poster. That's fucking insanity at its best. Please, please I, promise me that, I, and I will buy that poster. I love the first SpongeBob movie. I think it's so goddamn funny. Yeah, oh, no. Because uh, he goes... I wrote a Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> the, the main star, like the, the the secret cameo in this one is Antonio Manderas as a pirate. Yeah, I saw he's in the commercial. Who, who, who uh, drives a pirate ship food truck? <laughs> really? There <laughs> <Huh. laughs> goes my next business insane. idea. A pirate ship food truck from Antonio Banderas. Yeah, it comes out of the water and onto the beach, and it's got tires, and he just pulls up and then opens up and starts selling Krabby Patties. <laughs> is he still banging Melanie Griffith? God, no. I hope not. No, he, no they split up. He, he, he I don't dropped, keep up with that shit. He dropped her. Good cut. for him. Yeah. He was sick of dating the Joker. Have you seen her lately? <laughs> she looks like Jack Nicholson's Joker. Where they get a load of me? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he finally watched Working Girl. He didn't get it, and he divorced her. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. You and Working Girl. I, what the fuck? I hate that movie. It's terrible. There is too much nudity, Melanie. It's too I much. Cannot. So we could take so, some questions. There? So the last ten minutes of the program, because we do have to pack up on time. If you have any questions for the panelists, uh, there is a microphone right there. There we go. He's, oh, we, so already we already got Johnny one. Goddamn Johnny on the spot. We'll try to answer him as quick as possible. Oh, I want all these is, questions answered. Let's line this shit up. Let's this go. Is, this is the lazy radio show host going to the My phones. My name's Dave. Holy shit! Oh, some people are using this oh. as an excuse to leave yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We've heard, heard enough. We've heard enough pretentious so cocksucking today. I'm going to ask today. a question, but I'm really after, leaving. After All right, that the question. I'm sick of these pretentious cocksuckers. I'm out of here. All right. I would ask you, you give me the opportunity to do it again. Here's the question. All right. What the hell does Spring Break 2009 mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? Do you not know Spring Break? Have you never heard of I don't Spring know Break? What spring, I know what Spring Break do is. What's 2009? Come on, what does it mean? I don't know. Uh, it's uh, it's it was it was Bruce and Dern. Bruce and Dern. Uh, me and Wait. So hang on. Okay. So Carrie had his uh, birthday party up at Steiner Erickson Lodge. Lodge. Lodge in this in the lobby of Steiner Erickson Lodge. They had this bin full of toys for children, and some of those toys include these dinosaur heads on sticks. You know those those, those clicky you squeeze things them like, like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shannon and I both took one, and we named one Bruce and one Dern. <laughs> Drunken antics like that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they just started... I mean, we're talking through the fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, we were just like... We were doing skits, basically. And it was two dinosaurs who apparently went to college together. Yeah, they went to college together. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, hey, like, Bruce! And I was like, what's up, nerd? <laughs> and I was like, you remember Spring Break 2009? Yeah, Spring Break 2009! Lake Havasu yeah. forever, motherfucker! Yeah! Woo! Yeah! Woo! There is yeah. no... Nothing it. doesn't it. mean shit. And, that, never, and that's I've it. I've never been to Lake Havasu. Can I do it? It's a, it's 2009 was a good time. Dern's never been to Lake Havasu. Yeah, just, I've just, never been to Lake Havasu. Jay had me say it's it at time. the last con. It's like, the, dude, the real like, stand up. See, Spring Break to 2009. Me, it's, and it's like, what? Spring Break 2009, Lake Havasu forever. It's just that child in all of us. Yeah. yeah. That, that one really, memory when you got your dick sucked on the beach. Oh, the, the, true, the true story here is that Bruce and Dern were both... Um, 
they were both financial advisors and their portfolios <laughs> collapsed right after Spring Bake 2009. They're destitute. <laughs> One of them actually committed suicide. Here, I, think a, you, I think you were Here's a fun baked. fact, too, about that whole thing is that a lot of you don't know. Uh, you're the only one that knows. But so Jimmy broke... Uh, Dern. Dern. He Dern. broke Dern. And so I started sending him uh, video text messages <laughs> of Bruce going, Hey, man. Have you seen Have Dern? Have you seen Dern? <laughs> I'm worried about him. <laughs> and then I remember the sad, I go, Spring Break 2009? 2009? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Side note, I didn't break Dern. I did not break Dern. Cat broke Dern and tried to super glue it back together, and his mouth was just stuck like this. And <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, that was the uh, Heidi yesterday because it happened at the at the uh, tapings yesterday. She goes, I can't believe that's a thing. <laughs> Neither can I. Can I do it again? Spring Break 2009. Spring Break 2009. I can't wait forever. Spring I Break got a 2009. <laughs> bitches. <laughs> All right. Doesn't get it, but he's into it. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Allow, allow our private jokes to become your private jokes. <laughs> That's why we're here. Yes. So, I love this show, but I haven't gotten my girlfriend to listen to it yet. You won't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> oh, oh, Is oh, she oh, a oh. pretentious cocksucker? Oh. <laughs> she might like it. Uh, <laughs> Is she British? <laughs> Is she British? <laughs> but, but I brought her in here now, and I can't be the only asshole who's done this. So if you could give one piece of advice to someone who's never listened to the show, but is sitting in the audience, what would you give them? Advice for someone who's never listened to the show? Like for listening to the show or just advice in general? Well, yeah, about, about listening yeah. to the show. Um, You've got to give this show at least three episodes. Yeah. The I, third episode. So start, start, one. Start, start with the beginning of a recording session where we're all sober, and then you need to drink along with us. Yeah. And by the time you're finished with the third show, you will be finished with your day, too. And then you wake up going, man, those guys really helped me get drunk. <laughs> yeah, but when you do it, when you do would, it you're, you're in your cubicle, it's more fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I would advise okay. her to write her own Joker Heath Ledger journal and like experience that psychosis, because that's exactly what the fuck this is. <laughs> <laughs> We're insane. Five minutes. All right. All right. Thank you. We have time for one, possibly two. Hey guys, um, this has been a great fan X, and there's been a lot of girl power panels. And I know, you know, it, we're, it's kind of a sausage fest with with you guys, and we hey. all have a great time. <laughs> Not kind of, but, it is. You know, I'm sure you guys are familiar with Gamergate, and you guys represent a lot of different industries. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about what you think is our responsibility as male fanboys to kind of put this shit to rest. And I the was kind of stuff that we can be doing. Because, I mean, I, I love all of the answer of just, you know, knock the guy down when he pipes up with comments like that. Well, we don't always have those opportunities. What can we be doing on a daily basis? I, I don't want guys like that listening to this show, first of all. Exactly. And second of all, I was talking with our lovely Amber Dahl down here, who is just wonderful, about this. She did a panel on this uh, earlier. And, and here's the thing. Again, I got to be the old guy that reminds you guys you don't know how good you got it. My first science fiction convention was like 25 or 30 just guys. Wow. And, and when Sheba from Battlestar Galactica walked in the room, we, didn't, we, we couldn't make eye contact. Now you've got gorgeous girls dressing up for you and, and wanting to play games with you. What the fuck is your problem? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So say we. I, oh, and 
don't you dare call her a fake fan. That shit pisses me off you know? so I, bad. I'm because we were begging for that for most of our lives, yeah. you know, and so fuck it. Just I'm going to go back to something. Uh, I read a great article with Emma Watson uh, just recently saying that people need to, to be proud of what they are. And I will say, I am a feminist. I am a male feminist. I really do believe that equality is where we need to be with yeah. this stuff. I mean, so, yeah. we need to be proud of that. We need to basically say, this is the culture from now on. We're all equals out here. We need to treat each other with respect and stop your bullshit. Yes. I, I would say, you, know, you said each respective industry, film-wise, support films that have strong female leads. Yeah. You know, uh, Captain Marvel, go see that, that shit. Go see Wonder Woman. Dude, right wa- now, watch Agent watch Carter. Watch Agent Carter, yeah. yeah. Agent I Carter's mean, awesome. Great show. Like, I, seriously, like, one of the greatest female leads of all time. I, I love her because she beats the shit out of people and I'm like, I believe it. And if, you you, if you've got a friend that acts like that, you know, it's okay to say goodbye to a friend and cut them out of your life because you don't need that shit in your life. No, you don't. Uh, one more quick one. One Good more question, quick one. man. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. I, I know you guys have your favorite superheroes, but one, one question I want to ask is if you could pick one hero's armor and have another hero's ability, what would your combination be? Ooh. Colossus. I would take his armor, adamantium, obviously. Dude, it, I gave my son a lecture on this this morning. I shit you not. <laughs> no, Colossus. Uh, we were playing Marvel Contest of Champions, and I... Uh, I I chose Colossus, and I explained to him that his armor is made of adamantium. But um, I would choose actually, Colossus's armor is made of organic steel. Yes. I didn't want to say it. Thank you for doing it. I know, but I would take that organic steel because I like it. Because I could just armor up real quick and just armor down. Like if somebody's gonna punch me in the face, you know? Because then I, I ain't gotta walk around all silver and shit. Okay, that's good. And then, um, but I would just take. Claws, man. Adamantium claws, because, like, Colossus with some adamantium claws will be badass. All right. Yeah. Slicing through some shit. I'm just going to keep the powers and the armor I currently have. <laughs> it's good. It's good, He's comfortable with who he is. Let's, let's get just one more quick one, and then we, we do have to wrap it up. Well, first of all, I feel the need to put on record that I got my girlfriend to listen to the show. Oh, good. So you all know. <laughs> she got her girlfriend to so we talk about remakes a lot. Yes. Um, what remake do you wish would happen because you think the show deserves a second chance? Transformers 4. <laughs> no. No. Blackula. Blackula. <laughs> we need a new Blackula? Yeah, Blackula. That's my answer. No, I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> No, Carrie, you said it to me at the last panel. What, what, which one? Which one? Condor Man, man. Condor I really man. think a Condor Man remake would, could actually be really good. Look it up. When, when you a, say remake, do you mean, like, is that reboot too? Is that fine? Yeah. Or? yeah. An old property. Condor Man's perfect. I'd like to see the Mega Man cartoon as well, like that redone. I just, I don't know. I really enjoyed that shit as a kid, but I just want to see it like updated. I don't know if they could make Mega Man on Netflix and just make him more gritty. Just, you know, him just shooting that hard man and top man. I don't know why those names all sound... So slightly uh, different, but um, <laughs> yeah, I just think that would be cool. I would really like to see Robotech reapproached and dynamic. Ah, yes, that's a good one. Oh, that guy's holding up a sign that says Speaking zero. Speaking of uh, strong female characters, as much as I don't agree with all this, the casting choices, I'm excited to see a new Ghostbusters. Yeah. Hey, you, Actually, yes. You, know, see you guys, the, the guy, he's holding up a giant O, so I guess he wants us to say Oh! Thank you all for coming. We appreciate it. Thank you. Enjoy the sunshine!
It's nice to meet you guys, all of you. You know, I'm, I'm watching this film. I think I developed blisters on my feet just watching you guys <laughs> run the entire time. What uh, what kind of training did you guys do to, to do this to do these roles? Well, it was one month of training, of course. It was cardio, running. Um, we did a lot of running a lot of miles. We did like five miles. We started off with two minutes, twenty minutes, and then running miles up hills and everything. So it was it was cross country is a hard sport. Yeah. I can say that. Yeah, right. we actually we had to train a whole month prior to, to prior to filming, and every single day we had to get up. Be there like at 8 a.m., run like five or six miles, and that's just the warm-up. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> and then you had to eat healthy. So there's moments where you're going. It was a master college in Santa Clarita where we did the training. Sure. So we're actually, um, when it was time to eat, I'll go in there and I'll try to get some fries, and they'll just be looking at me like, no fries. <laughs> <laughs> it's tempting. It's yeah, tempting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Romero, one of the Diaz brothers, actually got to eat whatever he wanted to eat, so we're kind of <laughs> jealous. <laughs> Just tipping you guys like, sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, some of you are more veteran actors than other actors. Did you, Carlos, did you invite, uh, did you give out tips, you know, to, to, the, to the rest of them? Or? I mean, I don't know. That's not really my place. Unless anyone asked, I would. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think most of the tips that were shared would have been from Sergio telling us how to run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was talking with Kevin Costa earlier, and he said that, you know, I asked him about the same kind of thing. Did you guys go to him for tips? And he's like, well, I wasn't really like their Yoda, which I appreciated the Star Wars reference. But, uh, <laughs> you know, did he give you guys any tips that you'll kind of take along the way for the rest of your careers? Or? I, think, yeah. I think we all just learned a lot from watching him, and definitely watching his behavior and his mannerisms on set was, was amazing because he's very, very extremely humble, and he treats everyone as his equal, and that's one thing. Yeah. You got to take into life. Was there any like rituals or kind of hazing for the for the new kids? On the no, <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> when we uh, the let's see, it was uh, David Diaz and Danny Diaz were the last two. Was it five of us originally cast, and we just needed the last two Diaz brothers? It was like Yo, three, yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was the last two. So uh, what, what what we did is um, we're in Santa Clarita, so we go run in the morning, oh, yeah. and then we'd. Uh, We'd have to go train, in, or not train, uh, rehearse scenes in the studio. I'll make this really quick. You went to the bathroom, we were going to turn off the lights, and the moment you came out, we recorded, and we're like, gotcha. For someone who is from McFarland, yeah. you know, how, how does it feel to see your town represented on screen? Was it, is it kind of... Surreal. Yeah, right? You know, it's very surreal. Uh, I mean, just being, especially being part of it, you know, um, running for the team since 01, and seeing us, the first time seeing myself on screen, and, you know, just representing the town, though, you know? I mean, showing that our community is so tight and we just stick together. It was a great film. You guys were fantastic. And thank, thank you, you so much for, for chatting with me for just a little bit. Yeah, man, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate you. it. Yeah, good one. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Good. 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 Pretty good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching this film and I was telling the other guys, too, like, I think I got blisters on my feet just watching <laughs> you guys the entire time. So, you know, what kind of, they were kind of talking about the training. What kind of training did you guys have to go through? Well, they went through most of the training because I only did a week. Your week? <laughs> yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah we, we was training for about a month and a half. I yeah, think, about right? a month and a half. Yeah, every day, like five, sometimes six days a week, just running. Uh, for, first week, I was puking up everything, <laughs> everything I ate for breakfast, <laughs> everything I ate for for dinner the, the previous night. Yeah, it was horrible. I remember we couldn't even balance. We had to stretch way before we run, and we were on one foot, and we're just falling off our butts. And it was just weird. It was... I think I read that one of you guys uh, cut school to to get this. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my, 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 oh. my manager called me for an audition. Uh, I think this happened to you too, right? Yeah. yeah, my manager called me for an audition. I told him I had a school. I don't think I can make it. It's, it's a great opportunity. I was like, okay, fine, I go. And uh, here I am. <laughs> so, Have you had the repercussions yet of, of what you for cutting school? No. no, no. no. <laughs> You're like, I got it, so it's fine. You know? yeah. This is what I wanted to do. Yeah. Right? And this is my dream, and this is what I want to do, and this is it. And I believe that you beat out a family member 
Yeah. Uh, you'd be I like did. a cousin. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that going to be an awkward Thanksgiving next year? Mm, I don't know. Probably <laughs> awkward everything. <laughs> nah, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to take him in some auditions and he's going to beat me for some roles too. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're going to be there. What was, it, what was kind of the challenges for doing, you know, kind of your first uh, big feature film? I just didn't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have Trying anything. to be comfortable with the cameras. Yeah. Yeah, yeah same Yeah. Thing. Like, that, I had... That was the, Coming from McFarland, there's no acting classes. There's nothing close to anything like this. Yeah. Yeah. So like everything was new. So like, I try to do. I try to put my best out there. And yeah, yeah. And in Disney, and it's such a uh, big movie at this scale. It's very scary for like for people that don't really do movies, including myself. So what was the auditioning process for you guys? Then? Well, I, I auditioned like two years before <laughs> they even started. Oh. Yeah, before they even actually had Kevin Costner for the uh, role of Jim White, and um, I don't know, they call me two years later, and they're like, hey, you still interested in that movie that you auditioned for? I'm like, sitting here working two jobs. I'm like, wait, the movie I auditioned for, it took me a second, and then I was like, oh yeah, yeah I am, and then they're like, okay, well, I did like six more auditions, and then finally in Beverly Hills, I did this one audition, like, I went, had a, I started having a panic attack, an anxiety attack, because like, I don't know, I didn't know what they wanted from me, and then like, I was trying to be comfortable with the cameras, sure. and so like, you were there, huh? We're, uh, no, 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 you weren't there. No, you weren't there. It was, it was Hector. Well, uh, I walk out of the room. It was Hector and Carlos. I walk out of the room and like I'm like, over exhilarated. I'm tears coming out of my face. And then like this girl comes out. She goes, "What's wrong?" And then I was like, "I'm trying to calm down. I'm having an anxiety attack." I was like, "I don't know what you really want from me." And she goes, "Just be yourself." And then I was like, <laughs> "I was like, all right." So I wiped my face, went in there in the audition, and that's when um, Nikki Carlo, the director, she she was like, "I didn't even know you had an anxiety attack before you did that." <laughs> she goes. I, I looked at the film at the film and I thought that's what you did. That that's that was you. You didn't do anything before that. Nothing happened. She goes, I found out you had an anxiety attack, and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and he came back and did that, and I'm like, I told her I was like, I just did what, what they told me I had to do, you know, and, yeah. and try to do yeah. best for you and try to give give you what you wanted. Thanks, guys. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys having so me first. Thank you, man. Yeah, so thanks, guys. Much. It's very nice to meet you. Thank you. Um, you know, the story, how familiar were you with this story before kind of jumping on board? I wasn't familiar with it at all. I or come from New Zealand. <laughs> um, but I imagine a lot of people aren't familiar with this sure. story. Um, you know, when you're reading the script, when it was finally got in your hands, like what was it that just, it sparked in your mind, like, I want to be on this? Mm. I was inspired. Yeah. I, was, I was inspired by, by not just what Jim White achieved with that team and the legacy they created, but I was just inspired by the people. Mm -hmm. Um, and the fact that, you know, their spiritual, emotional and physical endurance made them amazing runners. <laughs> it's set in 1987. Yes. But like your, your film, it's, it's more timeless in a sense. There's not mm -hmm. a lot of like, you know, wacky kind of 80s clothes or mm -hmm. like, you know, a soundtrack like that. Was mm -hmm. that intentional or did you want to? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, you know, I think a lot of times when people make films about the 80s, mm -hmm. they tend to go a a bit wide with the yeah. shoulder pads, you know, but um, love tears for fears. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, in a community like this, Central Valley, they were, and they'll they'll tell you now, um, they're behind Los Angeles. You know, mm -hmm. it might have been 1987 in LA, but as far as fashion was concerned, it was probably still 1979 in sure. the Central Valley. So um, <laughs> that's yeah, it's it's just it's it's a it's a it's a subtle 
thing, but it's an important thing because we're always very, very specific and authentic to what life was like then. Sure. I love that you used, you know, actors from McFarland. Mm. Um, what were the rewards and challenges with using, you know, actors that have never been on a feature film set before? Yeah. Look, it was all reward with those kids. It really was. Mm. Um, nothing but joy. Um, it, you know, it, it takes a lot of work. We've got, we created a team, roughly half of them had acting experience but couldn't run. Mm. <laughs> the other half, they could run but didn't have any acting experience and one of them did neither, which is <laughs> <laughs> Ramiro played Danny Diaz. Uh, we found him in the Pizza Hut. I heard, um, I'd say I heard yeah. we're, we're jealous of his eating <laughs> abilities. Yeah. <laughs> and so what we did was was put them through really rigorous training. So the actors had to learn to run and the runners had to learn to act. Mm -hmm. And they all lived together, they trained together, they ate together, they lived in the same house and they became a team. And, mm. and, and I believe they'll be a team in some fashion for the rest of their lives. Can you speak on how kind of Kevin Costner uh, got attached to the role, kind of what you saw mm. in him that you wanted to, to him to bring to the film? Yeah, yeah. Nobody has a better pedi pedigree for this kind of movie than Kevin. <laughs> sure, so right. of course, <laughs> of course, we wanted him. And 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 how I got him was just to relentlessly pursue him like the stalker I am. <laughs> for it felt like years. Probably felt like decades to him. I think he said once. You know, I just I went into my living room and there she was. <laughs> so <Just> maniacally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and uh, you know the persistence paid off. He's he's so magnificent in this movie, and uh, it was it was such a privilege for me to get to work with him. Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm. I'm super thrilled that, that he's that he's he, he's playing Jim White. Thank you so much. It was a great film. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks. Nice to meet you. It's very nice to meet you. I have to I have to say again, we actually met real briefly at the Critics Choice Awards, and I wanted to bring that up. Congratulations on the Lifetime Achievement Award. Thank you. But clearly, you're not done yet. Did you have the same kind of attraction to projects that you did in the, earlier in your career that you do now? Yeah, I pretty much because I was excited then. I still look excited now. I, my life isn't just about movies. Sure. Um, you know, when a movie happens to come close, like this movie is coming very close to black or white, so it's like, oh, that's all he does. It's not all I do in yeah. my life, <laughs> you know. But, um, you know, the reason I made black or white is so that, you know, number one, I felt that when people would see that movie, they would be changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes when you make a movie like Mark Farland, you're going to feel something sure. that's, um, you're going to feel something, a joy for some other people, yeah. for these young guys who work so hard that, to, to have this happen to them, you know, yeah. and ultimately have a movie made about it. Yeah, you, you mentioned the young guys, you know, you've got a lot of people in this cast that this is their first feature, yeah. you know, and did you kind of have the opportunity to pass along some information? Yeah, they information? want to know, they're curious about yeah. a lot of stuff. I didn't come to the set every day thinking I'm going to tell them a new antidote. They, they were important to this movie. This, you know, I'm not Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I don't have to give them all this stuff. What I wanted to be was open to them, a conduit to what they wanted to know about, whether it happened to be about movies or just life. So, but you know, their focus was good. They really tried hard. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the Star Wars reference. Uh, do you, for is it is it more challenging or inspirational to portray somebody who's kind of on the sidelines with Coach Coach White? You know, knowing that he'll get to watch your performance. No, it, it was you know. Listen, he, he, you know, he's treated me probably the way he's treated his his young athletes. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he was very respectful to me. Sure. Uh, I think, you know, and, and because the way he was made me want to play a little harder for yeah. him.
you know, for the past, I guess, like almost two years, you mentioned like, you know, you've been doing movies kind of back to back and almost like you don't get a chance to sit down. But when you do, what do you like to do? Uh, when well, you're not I, doing I, I've had an enormous amount of time off if I if I sit down and think about it. I mean, the last movie I you know did was four or five months ago. I mean, what guy wouldn't want to have four or five months off? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, really, you know, I'm not working all year for a two week vacation. Sure. But but um, I've had an extraordinary life that way, yeah. you know. And and I have I have traveled the world. I you know. But at the end of the day, I see my kids play little league. I see them do their first play, their first ballet thing. I mean, what do I know about ballet? All I know <laughs> is I'm looking at my daughter, and for as clumsy as she is right now, I think that she's the most beautiful little girl in the world. That's cool. That's how I see it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. Thanks, man.